This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about this show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, the biggest week, or even let's say two weeks, in wrestling have happened since we have been here. A major snowstorm took us out from last Wednesday's show, so we are back today to talk Clash of Champions, Raw, and a major announcement for the women of WWE, as well as a major announcement for the women of Ring of Honor. And yes, we are going to get into the Ring of Honor final battle pay-per-view as well. We have so much to talk about. Who is the number one wrestler for Rolling Stone magazine? What are the breaking down the ring votes going to say for all of our stuff that we have? for our year-end awards. Well, we're going to do that today as we... listening to the most inappropriate pro wrestling podcast in history you're listening to breaking down the ring we are your ring crew smitey the next little thing and the almighty one the brand new ring crew champion mikey that's me that's me uh look there was a huge pay-per-view Two huge pay-per-views that happened over the weekend. Ring of Honor's final battle on Friday night. WWE's Clash of Champions on Sunday night. And yet that is not what we're going to lead off with. Because on Monday night, WWE made an announcement that blew the roof off of the building. On top of that. While it is something that a lot of people speculated, you never knew because it was something that was a conversation piece about last year as well, just because of all of the things going on. WWE, for the first time ever, January 28th at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view, will be doing a women's Royal Rumble. Charlotte also talked about it on SmackDown on Tuesday. The winner, uh, they're going to have both Raw and SmackDown people in it, just like the Men's Royal Rumble. And whoever wins gets to vie for whatever title they want to go for, be it the Raw Women's Championship or the SmackDown Women's Championship. Raw is currently held by Alexa Bliss, which I don't think is going to continue after Royal Rumble. And Char- Charlotte is the current SmackDown Women's Champion, which I feel will continue after Royal Rumble. So I want to ask Callie. To start off with you, 
when this announcement came down the pipe, even though even on our show we had been talking about it with the call-ups of the girls and everything, how it just made sense that they're adding you know five more women to the roster and bringing back Paige, making it a six total that haven't been seen on TV, uh, WWE TV, at least for the year. Um, what did you think when Stephanie made that announcement? I was super fucking excited. Um, I know that we have talked about this and – uh, there's always been the rumors for what probably about a good year now mm-hmm. of this happening, and it since was just May, it was since the Young Classic was announced that was that was the first that was the that bigger threw. well that was the bigger but um I didn't know when the announcement was going to come I didn't know if they're going to wait like a whole another year um or if we were going to get to see it this Royal Rumble because it just you know you never know what's going to happen right and honestly I saw it on Twitter before I ever saw it. Um, on Raw, and I was super fucking excited. Honestly, I cannot wait to go see this. I really want to go see it in person. Um, just, I really like that these women are getting an opportunity to prove that they can do what men do, and they're not just divas, and they're not just you know they're actual WWE superstars. Mm-hmm. And I'm can't wait. Smitty. I'm wondering what surprises they're going to throw aside that Women's Royal Rumble. Oh, 100%. Uh, there's already a rumor that Ronda Rousey may enter this Rumble. You may see what the Bellas return for the for the Women's Rumble. Um, Becky Lynch is definitely going to be in the Rumble because she's going to be back from filming the Marine by then. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's already said that on Twitter. So, yeah. I'm just interested. Like, There's always a curveball in a Royal Rumble somewhere, mm-hmm. in a Royal Rumble match. I'm interested to see what they're going to do with this one. I think we have a lot of things to look forward to um, leading up and then day of. I think that they are really going to um, kind of throw a curveball. Um, when it was announced, look, I obviously I'm super excited for it. I think it's going to be great. Uh, we don't know full details. We don't know how many superstars are going to, how many women are going to be in it. Uh, the, Going guess is 20 right now uh, just from I, I think there's like 16 total women on the Raw and SmackDown roster taking out the champions. Yeah. Uh, so one, that's 16 women. Let's make that 14 because you got to assume both of those championships are going to be taking place uh, fighting for on Rumble. So that would keep those two women normally I'm from what I'm assuming out of it as well. But we have seen people join the Rumble that had a match earlier in the night too. So it's not like it's guaranteeing it out. But I mean, if it's a swap over for champion, right. you never know. Um, Hell, fall into the Rumble three times one year. Yep. I have a huge problem when this was announced and how this was announced. Because during a segment it was announced during? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm, let's start with the how. Uh, Stephanie McMahon should not have made this announcement. Sorry. I look, I, I here she is the antithesis of all of the great things that are happening with swimming, a revolution. I, let, I'm not going to argue that. I can't say she's not I'm not saying she didn't deserve to make this announcement. But 
She is a heel character on television making an announcement, then hugging the women that she has completely torn down before. Oh, yeah, the Bailey thing. Wow. What? The Sasha thing. Yeah. You know, she's been telling Sasha she she's not shit for a long time and going. Boosting you know, Sasha. That right. The, whole this is time. Hope Chan, which is great. I fucking love it. I really do. But I giving her the announcement, that's fine. Don't do it on TV then. Because it takes away from her heel character overall. She started a fucking yes chant, man. She has, she has been destroying the yes chant ever since before the last WrestleMania in New Orleans. It's, it makes no sense to have her come out as a huge face character and do this chant and do this announcement. Now, again, the other problem I have with the how is it was on Raw. And that's fine. But what about the women on SmackDown that have also had a part in this? Charlotte, you know, uh, Becky Lynch, Naomi, Naomi, you know, all even the Riot Squad. Sorry, they they've even they are a part of. The, if they hadn't been brought up, this is not a possibility either. Wh- why wasn't this done at a podium, a press conference, or something? You know, stamp early in the day, 12, 12 o'clock. That's fine. But at the same time, I don't think it should have been done that mon- this past Monday. I think it should have been done Christmas Monday. If you're going to do it on TV. Especially if you're going to do it with a heel character. Not even so much that. Because you just had a pay-per-view on Sunday. Yeah. So the big story in WWE is, holy shit, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon had all this stuff going down. And Raw just buried SmackDown again pretty much. And then with that announcement, well, look, we all knew there was a triple threat match and Kurt Angle was all scared and running out. That's fine. But that announcement at the end of Raw... Took away any major heat SmackDown had going from their own pay-per-view to the show on Tuesday. Because right in the middle of it, everyone's talking about this with their speculations. Is Ronda going to be there? Who's going to win? Who's gonna? What's going to go on? Who's going to participate? And I'm fine, again, with the hype. the hype. Yeah. You have six weeks for Royal Rumble, if oh, I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yep, six weeks. Yeah. So... That six weeks from this Monday that just passed, you couldn't have done this with five weeks? Or even a month. I'll give it five. I'll, I'll give you all of that buildup. I'll give you the four weeks of buildup, five weeks of buildup. But it's also Christmas Day, and our Christmas gift to our fans is this. I feel like as awesome as this is, and this is 100% just nitpicking, but if you're going to put your heel character out on TV where she, where she's the heel all the time and do a corporate great thing, that's – I feel like you're you're losing that whole sense of disbelief. You're, that's what you're supposed to give your audience. about herself. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, the thing is, is that she on TV is playing this heel character. And I know behind scenes she does amazing things for kids oh, and all yeah. the charity work and how she is a really great person outside of this and genuinely. But <laughs> – you're right. Like you can't just have someone come out and boost and boost and boost and drop this really awesome like bomb on all of us. Am I mis- did, did she also make the May Young Classic announcement? No, Triple H made the May Young Classic announcement. Yeah. Okay. Was, and that was that on Twitter or on television? He made that on uh, or a he made press all, conference. He made that on social media somewhere. Social media so, yeah. or, or press conference or something like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. So again. Triple H is a heel character. That announcement makes sense. 
if you especially with now him look, running but he did it during NXT, NXT tapings. That's what I remember. It was a social media yeah. NXT taping when he yeah, made it was an NXT thing, announcement. So he's not a heel character on NXT. So it no, makes perfect on NXT sense for, he's one hundred percent the face. Yeah, or well, he's NXT. not even a face. He's, he's just, a, just no. If he ever sh- when he shows up on NXT, he gets a fucking road warrior pop. People love him from NXT and NXT, and that's fine. And it's two different so. shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. is the fucking brainchild behind it. Um, that being said. Again, I the nitpicking of how, how and when is completely irrelevant compared to the scope of history. Naomi being the first person to announce herself into the Women's Royal Rumble made history on SmackDown Live. She is the first entrant in the Women's Royal Rumble, period. Um, so therefore, right off the bat, you have the history making announcement on Sm- on Raw and the history making announcement on SmackDown for uh, Naomi. Now, my question to you, and I'll start with Smitty. Give me two people you think could be surprise entrants, and by surprise entrants, I mean right now they have only said Raw and SmackDown women. Therefore, someone from NXT could be a surprise entrant. Someone from the outside could be uh, a Hall of Famer. Could be a right, surprise. Can I give Give me two, because okay. other people want to talk too. <laughs> I, I, have, I have three off the back. I was thinking of them. One was Ronda Rousey. The other one is Nikki Bella. I, I think, like I said, a Bella return and Ronda Rousey. All right. Just to start a pot for. We keep saying there's maybe a possibility for Rousey versus Charlotte at Mania, possibly. Mm-hmm. So, what? Callie. Um, Amber Moon, only due to what she kind of said on Twitter, has maybe kind of starting to wonder. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a long stretch in my mind, but it's a possibility. You never know. And then, um, um, fuck, what's her name? The Glamazon, Beth. Beth Phoenix. Beth Phoenix. Beth Phoenix. She, it, I heard she was training for a little bit too, and it's very possible with her just being in the Hall of Fame, so her name's still kind of out there. Right. Um, just for all that she's done. Yeah. I can see uh, a Trish Stratus yeah. popping up 100%. And I see Lita. No, Lita's too really? injured. Yeah, no, no, so Lita's half glass now, bro. Yeah, she. Yeah, she. Yeah, she her. I could see her being there, maybe doing guest commentary, commentary for yeah. it. One hundred percent. I hope that she does guest commentary, and, and I hope Renee she, Young yeah. does. Um, another one, Kelly Kelly. Didn't she like sign with WWE uh, for some small stuff? She signed uh, to be like an uh, ambassador for the company. It's very possible you see her come out there for that. You know, uh, but interesting what Smitty said. He brought up Ronda Rousey. Now. Smitty, if Ronda Rousey is in there, and if she's not in there, who do you think is going to take this? Who do you think could take the first ever Women's Royal Rumble with Ronda Rousey and without? Because I feel like that's two different answers. With Rousey, Rousey probably will take it because mm-hmm. she'll probably come in somewhere at that lucky twenty-four, that, that lucky mid-twenty number. Mm-hmm. And um, without Rousey, I say either goes to Becky Lynch. Most likely Becky Lynch, probably. All right. Callie. Uh, I mean, if you, I think if you're going to have Ronda Rousey, probably Ronda Rousey. Um, that is if she's a surprise entrant. That, that's up. what I'm saying. Yeah. So only with- if she's a, a surprise. No, I'm not talking if in the next coming weeks she's announced. She's signed and announced. I'm talking if she walks out on a spot day of without any talk of anything. Okay. That's, that's already been That's my. She- 
No, she's not signed. Oh no, 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 she's not signed. They say she's in negotiation with WWE. Yeah, she's been in negotiation. Yeah, they've been in negotiation for a while. Yeah, that's ever since the May Young Classic. So that's, like, yeah. it, that's when it really heated up, and then it died down really fast. Um, but, okay, continue. That, and I know what you meant. They announced that she signed and she's going to be a competitor. I wouldn't think that she would win, honestly. Well, if she why? is, um, because I think that if you're going to have her win, you have to have her be a surprise for it to make sense. Only because she doesn't have a storyline. She doesn't. I mean, other than her feud with Charlotte and um, she doesn't have a storyline in the WWE, but she has a past in MMA as outside as, of the last two I losses. I understand that. I understand that, that she has. It's sort of shit a Baszler. A pull. But I just for some reason, I just I do. I. Mm. It's hard to explain why. Um, but and then I think if you let's mm, she's not in it probably probably Asuka although it just depends on if Asuka wins the belt prior to this Royal Rumble Mm -hmm. so it's kind of hard to say my thought process for this is if Ronda's in she wins I'm not going to pick Asuka if Ronda's out because I think Asuka's going to be fighting for the title at Rumble I think so but and that's my, my strong thought process on that if Ronda's in, there's one of two ways they're going to go with her win. She's either going to eliminate Becky Lynch with the help of Shayna Baszler, creating that four horsewomen feud to go fight for the SmackDown title. Yeah. Or she's just going to fucking dominate and come in at number one and run through everyone and go for the Raw Women's Championship where it's now two of the most dominant women in, his, in women's wrestling history – Number one, knocking everyone out and facing Asuka because all of a sudden Asuka's doing the uh, armbar. Yeah. Asuka lock is kind of gone. That armbar is there now. So that's if Ronda Rousey is in it. If Ronda Rousey is not in it, oh, man, I I think Paige gets it. Because Paige is – especially if Asuka wins that belt. Paige has already got a story going against Asuka because she's the only one they haven't attacked. Yeah. You know? As we get closer – I'm pretty sure my answer will change, but it's. Oh it's, yeah, that, I mean, and it's, yeah, it's really hard to think right now because there's so many things they can do. This is all six weeks of speculation yeah. that we got. Have, there's that, a lot that's going to happen in six weeks, and I, I can't. I'm, I'm honestly like I will be really watching and reading tweets and following storylines like crazy because I this is going to create a really awesome. I already do think they're going to do 30 women for this Royal Rumble, and I think they're going to take a lot of the NXT girls like. Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. I would love Kyrie Sane. Yeah, I would love if all three of those um, made it in. I I think you have a strong possibility of Peyton Royce and and Billy Billy Kay. Kay. I don't think Kyrie yet because she is still building herself on the NXT brand. I for some reason see more of. No, I say Kyrie Sane. I see her and Shayna Baszler because they were the 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 last two inside the main young True. classic. And Shayna Baszler has been getting the the pump for debuting now on yeah. NXT. Uh, there was the one where it was just the shadow. And the spades. And, yep. And then the second one was, yeah. that was everyone's like, oh, it's a dude. And it's like, no, there's a spade there. She's the queen of spades. Come on. Yeah, I kind of caught Shayna yeah, Baszler first. Right. Like, she's, like yeah, that was kind of a, I, everyone that thought it was a dude, it's like, well, to be fair, she has a build like a dude. You know, I mean, she's straight up, fuck her. She has wide shoulders. She has guns. Yeah, she, she has a build like a dude. You know, she's a straight up woman, but man, that she has a build like a dude. So I get the, yeah. the silhouette, silhouette, you know. Yeah. 
Um, so now with that being said, if this goes off strangely, right? And I mean strangely as in when we're all fin- – a, when a strong majority of the wrestling fans watch this and finish watching this, most of us go – I'm sorry. The strong majority goes, that sucked. If that is the case, as bad as that is, do we think this becomes a yearly thing, Callie? If – because if it, if it hits huge, look, yeah, we know. It's more likely it, – it's a stupid idea not to make it a yearly thing if this is one of – if this kind of blows the roof off of the Royal Rumble itself. Steals the show, top three moments, matches and everything like that. Yes, it's probably going to be a yearly thing. Yeah, but if it flops – But if it again? flops, do you think it's going to happen again? It kind of depends on if the women redeem themselves um, throughout the year mm-hmm. after it. <laughs> um and if they'll try again, um, I would like to think that they would like to give them another chance, but it's hard to say because I just don't know how they could fuck it up that badly to not have another one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I just have a really good feeling about this. Um, I know that some of these women aren't necessarily 100% ready. And I hope this pushes women to really put in this effort and stop playing these kind of girly games where they're still a little too diva-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hope this teaches people to step up and be superstars. Um, just like how Charlotte is, how Asuka is, how you know your top people are. Okay. So. What do you think, it's Mitty? If it flops, WWE has had moments where something flops horribly and they still try it again i.e. the gobbly fucking gooker they tried it again yeah gobbly gooker's into the rumble three times well yeah that's I, i'm thought okay i'll allow that it just, i guess it depends on like how many of how many fuck-ups happen during kind of it like it depends what kind of fuck-up it is i'm assuming all right that's at least my overall opinion i uh i still think it'll happen I think they'll, they'll try it again, even if it does flop. Right. I think they'll give like a two time, like. Uh, yeah, I think you're going to see, I think you'll see two no matter what. Uh, annual things. And. I bet either they'll downsize it or they'll upsize it to see if that creates a different effect. Man. No, don't upsize because that 40 man Royal Rumble, the real one. Well, it depends on if they, I'm talking. Absolute shit show. I'm talking if they're using 30 this time around. Like. If they use 30, you if think they they'll use, downsize? If they use 20, you think they'll upsize? Probably. Man, I, I think it's going to be tough to find 30 women. So, I don't know. I don't think so. I say, only way I see 30 is if you take some of these NXT girls and put them up there. Right. Because, again, so if you're using the 14, let and that's and I say 14, let's pr- just pretend the four women that are fighting for titles to keep or to win don't touch that rumble. And if you've got a 20-person thing and you bring in two uh, Hall of Famers – i.e. Beth Phoenix and Trish. Uh, Trish Stratus, that leaves you with four more spots, you know, and so NXT women or possibly, you know, Ron Some and Rousey. people from, I mean, you have people May who Young choose Classic from Mae Young Classic because, um, I mean, a lot of these women were promised opportunities. Yeah. So I definitely think that we, um, I mean, also we could have the girl that just got signed while they were in Go to Abu. Girl. The uh, chick from India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, I think we have a possibility of seeing her come here and be in the Royal Rumble, honestly. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's a lot of uh, speculation going around about all of this stuff. There's a lot of possibility. Right. In general. With this other, yeah. With this I mean, I, you think that it's not easy to get to 30? I do. I think there's I think like, it's easy to get to 30 because they yeah. have enough people on their scope in what WWE, WWE has promised opportunity to. Maybe not this year, but definitely the second year around. I'll give you second year around. I'll give you second year around more than this year because I think if you do this 30 year, this year. They're going to start small, I think. Yeah. I, I think the more than likely outcome is 20. Just for the simple fact that, like I said, on their main roster yeah. is 14. And if you go 30, that means, and this is saying that, again, the two that are that lost the match for the titles don't show up in the Rumble. Uh, that means the majority of women in this match then, if it goes 30, are people that are not on your main roster. Because you have 14. So that means 16 of the 30 are not on your main roster. That's kind of overshadowing and watering down what you're trying to get over. You know, so I I just think that that would be kind of a rough spot for them to put themselves into. If you put those two women in, it's still 48 percent of the match is people that you aren't you aren't featuring on a weekly basis. So if someone falls for one of those people, because even in the Royal Rumble, Killian Dane showed up last year. wasn't Yeah. You know, and I I think he was was he the only NXT guy to show up? Uh, No, because. Ty made his debut at the Rumble last year. Okay, yep. but then he hit. But oh no, and then he didn't come to the main he roster until like two months yeah, later. Until after right. Mania, you're right. So okay, so that's two out of thirty that your NXT people are. Right, but they do have a lot of men on the main rosters to begin I with. Though, I, so. underst- I understand that, but at the same time, even if they gave a third or a fourth spot, that's not overshadowing what overshadowing what you're trying to put right. out all over. But on a I basis. mean, well, true, but I mean that's be. That just goes because you have more – your men are more showcased to begin with. So It's like Dana Brooke. We say women are not used week to week. Alicia Fox or Dana Brooke are not used week to week. On man, I don't know. Alicia Fox has been featured weekly recently, Over the man. last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, but again, since, ever, since, ever since Survivor Series, you have seen Alicia Fox on yeah. Raw. I'm sorry. Since the month before for Survivor Series, when she was announced the captain, Alicia Fox has been steadily featured on television for two and a half months now. Dana Brooke is a person that's not really used on um on. Mm-hmm. And if you go to SmackDown, Carmella is, is barely used on on SmackDown right now. Right, but she's there. But she has. Tamina has had more TV time over the last pretty much month than Carmella has. Well, yeah, but they're trying to build Tamina up to be a little more. Uh... Nia Jaxie. Yeah. Nia Jaxie. Just a little more beast like than Nia Jaxley. I like that. Nia Jaxley. You're so <laughs> strange. I know. All right. What's up with the Enzo Nia J- Oh, that uh, mixed match thing on. I'm so excited. Yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, first, let's go into talk about Clash of Champions and specifically the pro wrestling scorecards for Clash of Champions. <laughs> Fucking tables. Uh, you can follow <laughs> Pete, uh, pro wrestling scorecards. Get your own scorecards. As you see, we put it out onto our Facebook group. But you can follow them on Twitter. Twitter at PW Scorecards, Facebook at PW Scorecards, Instagram at PW Scorecards. Get your own scorecards for every NXT TakeOver and WWE pay-per-view. Obviously, next month is going to be TakeOver uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia and um, the Royal Rumble. So we'll have two scorecards. Probably, fuck, one of them is probably going to be two pages with that Royal Rumble one. Oh, 100%. Um, and you guys can see if you can stack up to us, the ring crew, specifically Probably. our champion, 
Oh, me. <laughs> I feel like you shouldn't be allowed to like introduce yourself like that. I'm totally allowed to introduce myself like that because no. I'm the champ. Uh, you just keep it warm for me. That's this is a Christmas gift for right That's now. fine. Whatever you want to say, uh, you, you're fine. It's okay. Just wait so, till the new year rolls around. When PW Scorecards put out the retweets and everything about who won, it was funny. The first one was like an, uh, I want to say like a 91. It was like someone was like, yeah, can you beat that? And then someone else was tweet, retweeted out to have a 96. Like, yeah, can you beat that? And then it was retweeted out. And then I went and commented. I was like, uh, I had a 109. So I may have beaten the entire field. You had a 106. 109, sir. Here's why it says 106 on the thing. But fixed in the matches were the finishers for the triple threat match. Because at first, they did not count that as a double finisher at the end. Oh, but so it came up three still. So they, they said that there were two finishers. They, the, because the way Rude took the end of days wrong, yeah. he sat down instead of falling face first. And so, therefore, it wasn't a he. Uh, the scorecard people weren't like marking it as a third finisher because they said well, the end of days didn't hit. No, it hit. It if it and I said if it didn't hit, it, Rude would have been able to pop up and break up that pin count. There was a reason that it hit, and he was out out of it. And they were like, fair enough. And then a whole bunch of other people said the same thing. So I didn't mark the score for that, but. I got. I think I got three on that. Yeah, one. that's. The, I got six points on that. So technically, one hundred nine. It says one hundred six, but then that was fixed. So one hundred nine points. Uh, I take the title back again. Uh, so now I am a two-time champ, uh, and that's cool. It's great. But what's even better is the loser this week, this month, and it's our one and only next little thing with the littlest score. With the littlest score. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Uh, Callie took the fall this time, uh, and we're kicking around punishment ideas, man. Uh, there's been talks of polar <laughs> you plunge things. That it's so bad. No polar plunge. You can fucking wear a goddamn uh, a onesie. Or, yeah, you can wear a onesie for that. That's not sexualized. Uh, there was taking snowballs. People throwing snowballs at you. That's not sexualized. We didn't say get no, thrown. Hold on. Snowballs Your other you. two. Yeah, you want to keep. Then I said running around the block in a bikini. To be fair, you said though, underwear first, and then for I the said or a bikini. To be fair, though, the reason I said underwear because my first thought is if a dude did it, I'd say in your boxers. So it's, it's not like it was a sexualized thing. It was just like, look, it's fucking cold, and you're going to be running around the block Break while I'm that. filming you in a car. <laughs> also, you got to sing "Baby It's Cold Outside" while you do it. Oh, I mean, oh. <laughs> I don't, oh, such a rape song. <laughs> What's in his drink? Oh, baby. It's, just, uh, <laughs> it's really fucking cold outside. Dude, yeah. I'm like, what? That's not a drink. Um, So we're kicking around ideas. We're hoping uh, some of our listeners can give us, make sure you tweet us at BDRCast on Twitter. Uh, Use the hashtag BDR punishment and we'll know what you're trying to get Callie into. And we're going to, we're going to run this for, I'm think it's either one week or two weeks. Uh, depending on what we're doing with next week, with next week's show, if we have a show next week, which is obviously the week of Christmas on December twenty seventh, we will not. We will be doing the punishment then. If not, we're going to take a two week vote, and when we come back in January and announce all the other stuff that we have going on, we will then announce the winner of the punishment for Callie. Uh, Callie, do you have any ideas of things that you think Absolutely are a fair not. punishment? Absolutely not. Nothing. Ice bucket challenge. Ice bucket challenge in winter. Oh, man. Yeah, we could That's do that. That's easier than doing a polar plunge just because where are we going to do a polar plunge? 
Oh, there's places. Kitty pools. You, <laughs> you yeah, pool. f- fill water up. Yeah, no, polar. Well, CC has to go like underwater. So it'd be yeah, like, the problem like, is uh, that you got to, well, you got to do it safely though. You... Belle Isle. I don't oh. trust that water. People go swimming in Belle Isle all the time. And there's some nasty niggas. No, I've gone swimming in Belle Isle. And you're a nasty nigga. That's true. <laughs> well, no, I've, man, I have a bunch of, like, there's the one beach area, which is fine. Yeah, totally. Do the polar plunge on Belle Isle. Yeah, that's 100% safe. Yep. I've been swimming in there. I'm fine. I don't have an in extra the dick. It's cold. Yeah, that's the point of it. It's still cold. It's the same water. It's just colder. My point. Nah, never mind. I don't understand what your point is. You do realize, okay, number one, it's cold. Yeah. You're having me go in water. Yeah, polar plunge. You do realize they get cold already easily enough. Okay. We don't need me to go into fucking... You won't go into shock. Hypothermia, no. You won't go into shock. You know when they do polar plunges, how they set those up, right? How? They have heating tents. They have special blankets for the people. They have... I will have a heated blanket for you. I will have heaters. And most people do it inside of a, uh, what is it? What's the one little surf suit? What is it called? I got no problem if you wear, if you wear a, a wetsuit. Yes, I'm, yeah. I'm, the fuck not, am I going to get a wetsuit, you guys, this time of year? Dunham's has to have them. They have Dun- sports Dunham's. Also, you can go, you can go oh online God. to Dunham, the Dunham's website. You can yes, get so I can somebody. spend like $80. They're probably dropping 80 bucks for this tattoo. Well, oh, how about this? What? Honestly, and because, of the, because it's winter, 9 out of 10, anything that's summer is going to be on sale. Oh, true. You'll get you'll get a wetsuit for like ten bucks. Bet you can go on Amazon right now and find a wetsuit for ten bucks. Ladies like, and gentlemen, we are looking at wetsuits. <laughs> I'm making Halloween. I mean, why wouldn't you? Because we're trying to figure this out. So at the same time, if our listeners want to donate a wetsuit, that's that's fine. She wears a small, medium. She medium. wears a medium. Look at that. Look, man. She wears a medium. A medium. A small medium. Wetsuit and outdoor wetsuit women. Women <laughs> wet. I've already. I'm already looking. Women this up. wet. Boom. <laughs> 200 bucks. That's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> like the first one that popped up was, oh, I'm super expensive. Fuck you. $60. Yeah, they got $25 ones. Where? Phantom Aquatic Women Marine Shorty Wetsuit. Here's one That's for 39 sh- Here's one for 40 bucks. Let me see. That's weird because that's not showing up on yeah, see? Like mine. Yeah, you'll I have the Amazon app, so. I do too. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah, another one for forty bucks right here. It was one for thirty seven. Yeah, you'll be fine. Uh the cheapest one that's a long Yeah, I'm gonna want the long one. Right? Sixty five dollars. Prime gets you here in two days. And here's one for thirty seven for thirty or oh, thirty eight pretty much. Yeah, yeah, there you go. What size is yeah, there you go. <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be fine. No one's trying to kill you. See? This we're is why I, just, I mean, yeah, we're not trying to. As long as you have everything prepared for when I get out. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I I'll make sure that there's a. Blanket. I'm not walking into a car while I'm shivering my ass off. No, you'll have blankets. You'll have towels that will get you. Yeah, we'll get you dry. We'll make okay. sure. Yeah, I'll have. I'm gonna a blow dryer. Yeah. Where the fuck are we gonna? You guys, this is a beach Portable outside. Powder. Portable power. Portable power. And there are battery operated uh, blow dryers. Oh, that so, what? Those don't work well. Okay, as long as they get hot. <laughs> I'm talking about. I'm thinking portable power, as in like a the like thing that you can plug maybe? something in. Yeah, and just, yeah, yeah, but those I've never seen those for phones. I've never seen something did, that did has like you, a three prong. You've never heard of a? I have, but there's generators and stuff like. Well, look if a which it just looks because that's what we're mainly talking about. It looks like this polar plunge is probably going to be the. What's I mean, happening. out of all those options, let's, I just let, really hope no one chooses. The reason I'm against. The snowball, the snowball thing 
first off, like I'm super anemic right now, so I'm bruising really easily. And no offense, men throw hard even when you don't mean to. So that's a lot of snowballs <laughs> being pelted at me. Mm-hmm. That's that's asking for an injury because all it takes is someone to miss. Because I'm going to tell you, there's there's going to be things that are off limits of what you can hit, and it's not just my face. Uh, that would probably be it. No, you can't hit my tits. Sorry. You can wear a padding on your boobs. Yeah. I'll give you the. I'll give you padding. I'll let you wear like you can put something on there. I don't know. Just tape like, them down. I can't I, wait. I can't promise that we're not going to hit your boobs. That's that's like asking us to be like actual pitchers and just, all right, you're only allowed to hit me in my stomach area. What? <laughs> no, I fucking hurt, too. <laughs> that's the first time. She, that's what she said. Like, this like, is why this, I just don't like stomach. this idea anyway. Huh? This is why I just don't like this idea anyway. It's just asking How to be hurt. Then, okay, fine. We'll let you turn around and we'll hit you in the back. Fine. I'm in for the buttocks. That's right. Cool. Sure. Plowing everywhere, plowing everywhere, plowing everywhere. And if you miss, you don't get an extra ball. Oh no, I agree with that. I, I, matter of fact, I, I, yeah, you know what? You miss your own fucking fault. I'll give you that because, uh, because Orlando only took the amount of dicks that we had from one from each of us, so five. He took five dicks, pumpkin pie dicks, (laughs) to the face. One really huge one. One really. (laughs) So yeah. So if it's five snowballs, one from each of us, that's fine too. So okay, we're polar boys. And Cam can get the extra to make it like the. So did you say I get the extra one? Yeah, yeah I do. No, I'll well, say we'll, we'll no, stick with five. Like, no, because we'll stick- the the champ got the bigger dick. Okay, so, so two snowballs I mean, yeah, for the champ. Yeah, two snowballs okay. for the champ. All right, that's good. Uh, we'll figure out two more. We'll get the poll up on Twitter into our Facebook group, Bacon Down the Ring, uh, as well. But I really imagine this either running around the block thing or the plunge is going to be. I look. I'm going to tell you this right now. If we're doing, if polar plunge is on there. No, you're right. Because if we do the in the bikini or an underwear, people might vote for that just to see you. And in a I mean, I do that every year in Detroit anyway, so I'm not the against it. Yeah, I do the undie run. So, right. yeah, we could do that too. So that's three. That's three, so really, three, cold can, that's really cold ones. That's really cold ones. I'm still putting ice bucket one back out there. So. Uh, that's possible too. Uh, but no, I don't. Because it's kind of like one or the other. For I, I want, like the yeah, plunge. I like the ice bucket idea, but if we're throwing the polar plunge in there, the Might ice look, bucket yeah. is just kind of the same thing, just on yeah. a much smaller scale. Um, I don't know. I think I'd wanna... I feel like we should let people choose what the fourth one could be. If we don't do a show next week, we leave a week open for people to decide what our fourth option can be. Uh huh. And then the best one of that we put yeah. into the four. Yeah, and then pe- have people vote. All right, we'll figure that out. We'll see how we go we'll with that. It, yeah. But again, look, man, this is all for the fun. We're gonna get the Z is gonna have his tattoo. Hopefully, within the next week, we'll get that filmed and put it up onto our so. YouTube. Uh, he's, you know, still has to get prices for it and stuff, but it will be up there. We will have the punishment for the November punishment up there. We will have the December punishment up there. The November punishment has to come before the December punishment. I promise you. If that's the case, can I, can I pick where Z gets the tattoo? Cause I will, I got the championship. No, one. he gets it aside. No, that's if, cause we... it's a real tattoo. Okay. And the original point was for his was a henna tattoo. That was a tramp stamp that he had to, he had to come to every show with a half shirt on. Uh, yeah. And then he said, "Well, why not just get a real tattoo?" So and we're like, "What?" <laughs> right? Because <laughs> well, he amped it up. Yeah, <laughs> and he, he he was like, he goes, well, "Why didn't you say that?" And I was like, "Man, we would. Why would we say that? Like, that's I, pretty cool. Like, like that's permanent. permanent. You know, that's like some serious. Like, I'm not stuff. looking to injure anyone or have something permanent on someone." And then Z goes with this, and he goes, "Oh, I can't wait for a dude because uh, I can't. I'm, I'm getting a tattoo. Someone's getting something. Like, you pick the fucking tattoo. Right. None of tattoo. us pick." And we, we all said like, no, you don't. Yeah, we all said like, no, you don't need to do this. And he's like, no, go big or go home. And we're like, 
your body, dude? Yeah, sure. yeah, I'm totally allowed to, man, for sure. Like, who's gonna pay for it? You? Okay. <laughs> it was funny. I sent him the 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 graphics for the show, and it was kind of like when I sent Callie the graphics for the show for uh, to get the shirts you know, made. You never, oh, and uh, Callie was like, "You didn't send it. There's nothing in the email." And then Z was like, "Dude, none of the graphics are loading." I was like, "Did you click on them?" He was like, "Click on what?" And I said, "Okay, dude, the email background is white." The graphics are white. Well, I wasn't you, thinking like you have to click and then click again and it pops up and you see the graphic. Nothing <laughs> popped up for me originally for the record. Right. So. But then I wasn't thinking black shirt, white background sort of situation. Yeah, that's just how it goes. Um, We're not geniuses like you. I'm go to definitely, for this. definitely not a genius. So <laughs> Rolling Stone put out an article where with and this is just WWE stuff, okay? Uh, WWE uh, awards from Rolling Stone. Their wrestler of the year is awesome. Damn right, he said it in his mouth. Miz is yes. Rolling Stone's WWE wrestler of the year. The runner, I guess the runner-up was. Sorry, I just got really excited. That That's I actually gotta. Guess who the runner-up was? Oh, guess who the runner-up was? Yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega. WWE. No. WWE. Oh, WWE. Oh, um, or uh, are we talking like a top dog? We're talking a a male on a, on the WWE roster that would that would compete as as a runner-up behind Miz. All right, you can take it too long. Song. Braun Strowman. Bra- oh, Braun Strowman came in as the runner-up. Uh, wrestler of the year, female. They have Alexa Bliss. Awesome. Uh, tag team of the year, they have the Usos. Comeback of the year is Jinder Mahal. One night only face turn of the year was Neville. <laughs> yeah, he was face for what, one and a half nights. Right, yeah, and then he left. Uh, overdue title run of the year was Natalia. Yep. Most overdue yet to be title holder of the year is Nia Jax. Most welcome mm-hmm. loss of sanity of the year is Matt Hardy, which that's just the bullshit. Just that's give Matt bullshit, yeah. Hardy a fucking thing. Uh, best fake on-screen authority of the year, Stephanie McMahon. Gamesmanship of the year is the Ascension. Most promising youngster of the year, Chad Gable. Oh, because that dude went ape shit. So good. <laughs> uh, eeriest entrance of the year went to Asuka. What? Yeah. Most bittersweet exit of the year, James Ellsworth. Uh, most improbably wow. awesome match of the year, Survivor Series Team Angle versus Team McMahon. Ugh. That was bad. Uh, actual match of the year, New Day versus the Usos. It doesn't say which, which one. one. It doesn't say <laughs> which one. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, most of them were pretty good. All and of them were here's, really a, good. here's a bullshit one. Best posture, Kurt Angle. The no guy shit. who can straighten his knees up. Because uh, well, so, he can't. Let's let's go with um <laughs> we'll talk with their main ones. Uh Miz, as far as WWE superstar Z, uh Smitty, do you think that he is the number one guy in WWE for the year? The entire year. I would say yes cuz he's been relevant on both brands. Okay. He's uh like he's made the Intercontinental Championship the one you want to see. Okay. He's done everything his character said he was going to do. He's made that kind of championship relevant. All of his feuds, you are interested in, in the Miz's feuds. Mm-hmm. When it comes to everybody else in WWE, you always you know you know where the Miz is on the card. Okay. And he's been solid throughout the whole year, match wise, promo wise. He's had a couple of bombers in there throughout the year, but who hasn't this this year? 
All right. Callie. Yeah, no, I agree with it. Um, I mean, he is your biggest heel, so that does already give him one up over um, everyone else for just being the top person in that category. Um, I mean, and yeah, he's been on both brands and he succeeded on both brands. He's held the title on both brands. A title. He came over. He came over. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. But what I mean is he's successfully defended and whatever with it. So, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. I He is uh, active inside, outside the ring, social media. Like, he knows how to be his character 24-7 in a good way. Man. Um, you disagree. Can't wait for that. I also, you know, they're using him and Maurice to push Total Divas now. That's fine. Uh, I kind of disagree with it only because – of who I think is the WWE superstar of the year. And that's Kevin Owens. Now, the reason I say this is even though he dropped the belt at, um, uh, Royal rumble in 2017 to Goldberg, he walked in the universal champion. He then became the United States champion with an amazing feud with Chris Jericho, Great job. you know, uh, culminating, yeah, as as- then went to fucking SmackDown as the U.S. champion, had a great run going back and forth with AJ Styles, right? Then after that, had a McMahon feud, which is still going on to this day where he's brought Sami Zayn up. Kevin Owens put Goldberg over, put Chris Jericho over, put Shane McMahon over, even in winning, and has brought Sami Zayn back up to a level where a lot of us have wanted to see him while he was floundering. I think Kevin Owens is the superstar of the year because of what he's done all around. What, who's been the most talked about program on raw when it was him and Jericho, that festival of friendship was one of the main things. And then the feud going into mania. Sure. Maybe the match wasn't amazing, but in all honesty, name an amazing match. Miz has had all year. He's had good matches, but nothing amazing. Nothing like, wow, that's the best match of the year. goes to Miz, you know, Kevin Owens, he's had solid work in the ring. I never say he had the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've all none of us have ever said that. But I'm, but and that. So if Kevin Owens isn't number one, I definitely think he should at least have been runner up. You know, I agree. Miz and KO, I think, are the top two as far as WWE because if Jericho didn't do this New Japan thing, Jericho. I would have said Jericho was the WWE yeah. guy. Because was, that run is the best, but he went to he has the New Japan route. But his New Japan run is more him promoting his cruise too, right? But at the same time, Either way, he's doing his own thing. Yeah, it's and cool. it's, it's he's been away from WWE and since the one match job. after SummerSlam, was it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's doing fine. So. Yeah, you know. So, but that but he's not straight WWE. So that's why I can't say WWE guy of the year. Right. Obviously, to me, the WWE guy of the year has to be there from beginning to end. And even though Miz is on a break right now with whatever Marine uh, the Marine with the WWE film. Yeah, and. And at the same time, he's got a baby coming, so he's going to be gone a little bit more. He might show up for the Rumble, maybe. Um, you said Marine Six is supposed to be done filming by the uh, beginning of February, January anyway. Yeah, so, but again, you never know. Um, here's where I'm going to disagree with you. Is And I love Kevin Owens. Yeah. So, You're okay with we know. Girl. Yeah. Um, she like fat boys. Hey, again. So stupid. Hey, guys. Um, I have a bed. You're the fucking <laughs> worst. <laughs> and you choosing. So. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So, sorry, just think about like a year ago what happened. <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. So, the, what came up in memories? Talked about it when he held me at Nerf gunpoint. Oh. I don't remember. See, nah, nah, you've, you've got my interest. Oh, when I shot yeah. you in the face? No, okay. With the Nerf so, gun. With today, the Nerf gun. We were discussing a memory today what happened a year ago with my little, what we teased me for. I don't remember. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm stupid. Yeah, apparently so. Was it your second job? No, shut up. So, no second job. Milk no such made. thing. Okay. There's no such thing. This is the second job. So, my thing with KO is that there was a time when I wasn't, like, impressed. He went through, like, a period of time when I just wasn't impressed of what he was doing. Just be- Granted, that was, like, what they were doing with him, but think he floundered where the reason i think that ms kind of trumps although i do agree with you the fact that ko has put over people that ms hasn't done that what I, the ms is the reason that shut up for one second hold on curtis axel are relevant again i understand that but that's two people okay there's the whole list that mikey gave for ko it's just that he floundered for a while and i don't know like i kind of lost a little interest and had to worry about where he was gonna go, and they didn't ever wonder about that with Miz. When did he flounder? Um, kind of like a while after he lost the belt. Which belt? The Universal Title? Not a U.S. No, because the U.S. Then he got the he pretty quickly got the other. He lost the Universal at Royal Rumble. Rumble won yeah. the U.S. Title at Mania. Yeah, so it's a nice. Yeah, there's really no floundering there because then he switched. He went right from losing the U.S. title for real to fighting that. Shane McMahon in Hell in a Cell. Which, that's not anything spectacular in my opinion. Sorry. It's Shane McMahon. I don't give a fuck about Shane McMahon anymore. I don't you, think, awesome. think he's just a piece of shit that honestly shouldn't wrestle anymore. And on, he's stupid. There's nothing. Cool. You jump off things. Whatever. The first time, oh, are you it a, was wait, cool. I'm Are you a Jeff Hardy fan? Don't don't know. That's you're going into something where you're gonna sound stupid, and I'm gonna no, have no, no, to. No, no, I'm telling you, this is what like this, this too. Like she made a, the same kind of thing that Ric Flair made about Foley, where he says Foley's not a Foley. That Foley shouldn't be wrestling. Foley's a glorified stuntman. Like Jeff Hardy's a glorified stuntman, just with better athleticism. I think Jeff Hardy's cool, but at least he's not. <laughs> he's on the main roster he, he, doing he's a, things. He's a high, like he's a just a, he's pretty much a high spot. Shane can't throw a fucking punch. So no, he can throw. It's just me, ugly. It just hurts. It's just ugly. It's not pretty either. It's fucking horrible. It's an ugly. <laughs> it's ugly. So it's, there's just nothing about him that he should just keep doing these things. Like honestly, anytime he starts to have a feud again, it just frustrates me because I don't. So did you give a shit about any of that for Daniel Bryan and him with the Sami Zayn KO match? You didn't. Okay, well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because I watched that whole match. I watched it live. That was finally figured out the issue with the thing. But I... Cool. I mean, maybe start to go, well, that's cool, but I don't particularly care to see him fight or to wrestle. I really don't. I I just... What did you care more about, Sami Zayn and KO or Shane and Daniel Bryan in that match? You can think about it. That's fine. Go ahead and think about it. I, I mean, the whole time I was holding my breath because of the stipulation. Uh-huh. And I was genuinely worried about what could happen. Okay. Just because 
of everything that's been happening about stars leaving and everything. So I started to panic a little bit because, mm-hmm. oh my God, what happens if Kale leaves? Like, it's going to break my heart. But then I wasn't really interested in the feud between uh, uh, Shane and Daniel until the very, very end when Daniel tripped. Over. When Kevin Owens pushed him yeah. into Shane McMahon. Oh, I meant it glitched yeah. there, so I didn't know what yeah, happened. Was, yeah. I just KO, me, I was KO like, came okay. up and pushed Daniel Bryan oh. into the into Shane. That's why Shane, Daniel fell on Shane. Okay. But either way, like it wasn't until then did I give a fuck about the in-between, because otherwise I thought it was stupid and annoying, the way that Shane acted. It is just... <laughs> the way he talks, the way he acts, just... Doesn't do it for me. That conversation about it. They say, do you think Dan Bryan's going? I'm like, no. If anybody looks like a heel in this situation, it seems like Shane is looking more like a heel toward Owens and Zayn at this point. And they need to get Owens and Zayn away from Daniel Bryan because anything, anything Daniel Bryan related to the WWE universe pops for. You know, it like that yep movement needs to be done as of you know this they, Tuesday you know where they he told them to it. wipe that smile off their face. Yeah. Um, more people were wondering about the Daniel Bryan Shane thing in that match than they were the actual match. To the point where I wasn't I didn't even think the match was good. The match was mediocre. Yeah, it was it was okay. It wasn't a great match. Uh it had a great ending. You know, the last like she said, the last couple minutes of that match were really good. But it wasn't because of Orton, Nakamura, Owens, and Zayn. It was because everyone was like, oh, my God, which one are they going to do? Because then Shane stopped counting after Daniel fell on him. And then Daniel quit counting, you know, and it was it was 100 percent Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon that got that match over. So I understand. I And I, I never argued with Orlando when I said I don't think Shane needs to be a feature performer consistently. But the bottom line is. Shane McMahon is a featured player on SmackDown and is running the most popular program in WWE. Yeah, he is. Period. There is nothing on Raw that is more exciting than what's going on with between Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan, which stemmed from Shane McMahon and Kevin Owens. There's nothing more popular in WWE than Shane McMahon and whatever the fuck he's involved in, which... It's look, I'm glad it led to Daniel Bryan and I would love for this to lead to have Daniel Bryan cleared and fight Shane McMahon at WrestleMania or or fucking fight Randy Orton at WrestleMania because Randy Orton's pissed that he got the three count called on him quickly by Daniel Bryan. I think the end of that match was great because there are fucking 10 ways you can go with it. It didn't set. Oh, we're going to go down this fucking road because right now WWE is either going, hey. We can do this. We can do it one of two ways. One of three or four fucking ways. All involve Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan getting off of TV because his contract's up in September and this is him getting fired and gone because he's met his dates and we'll just pay him out. Uh, and if we take him off TV, that means he's out of the spotlight and we're not promoting him to go somewhere else. It can make it look like Daniel Bryan is going to fight at WrestleMania. It can make it look like, and, and it's, if he fights at WrestleMania, there's more than one person he can fight. It could even be him and Kevin Owens because there's very possible that Daniel Bryan does something, uh, you know, Kevin Owens gets pissed off at Daniel Bryan later down the line or Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn. There's so many ways, but again, this all stems from Shane McMahon. 
He is the hottest thing in the WWE right now, and it he's hotter than the Shield. And look, that's partly because the way the Shield has been injury plagued since their return. Uh, you know the mumps and now Ambrose's elbow and stuff. Don't get me wrong. Shane is good at creating these situations, and I give him props for that. But outside of that, I don't give a fuck. Well, you say you don't care for him as an in-ring performer. You like his character, though. I tolerate his character. You're saying his character is not intriguing. Nothing about what's going on with him you give a fuck about. I just don't. Don't really. I don't really like him. I don't. I. I don't know how to explain it. I just he, don't like seeing You're him. You're having a Smitty moment. You're just wrong. <laughs> I'm allowed to not like him. I'm allowed to not like someone. I agree. So, like I said, I give him props for what he can do. Good for you, man. Like, you can make this show amazing. Cool. That's what a show needs is someone to help boost these things and create things that draw really big attention. Like when you talk about the Miz didn't elevate anybody this year like this. Before Angel's heel I push, said uh, more like, than well, KO. So he may not have more, but he did elevate guys. He elevated Enzo before his heel. I didn't his, mean his like no one run. that you didn't do Who? anyone. So before Enzo went on his current heel run, the Miz was the guy to put that fire under him when he won when he won yeah. the uh, cruiserweight championship mm-hmm. the first time. See, we, I'm not going back into that. We're not going back into last year because the whole him and Ziggler thing that was we probably said that was probably one of the best feud of the year last year. Oh, it was really good. Um, so. We announced Rolling Stones um, awards, and we are going to have our own end of year awards, our own breaking down the ring awards, 2017. Um, we've got obviously some are just the go to. You know, you're going to have wrestler of the year. You're going to have the uh, women's wrestler of the of the year. You're going to have tag team of the year uh, and uh, match. Of, of the year. Those are like automatics in anything. So what we also want to add things to us that coincide with our show. We're going to have the most inappropriate moment of the year. Uh, that's going to be something that we'll, we're going to get these things up there and you guys are going to be able to vote. Can we have our own podcast? Like, <laughs> moments. Like almost on our podcast. <laughs> like, like our most inappropriate more. podcast moment. Let's just make the most inappropriate moments or, on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That just makes more sense. I agree. I agree. Um, Smitty, you mentioned a couple before we came on air. I uh, like to say something like a heel, the heel of the year, um, face of the year. All right. Um, I, w- I wouldn't know how to word it, but like who screwed up the worst this year as a, like career wise, uh, what do you mean career? Like Neville or uh, like uh, let's see, Rich Juan just got arrested and got took off of television. Um, how Baron Corbin got the backstage heat. All right, like who fucked up their chances the most? Uh, I, I, was, I just wouldn't know how to word it. Okay, just who bombed their career the or most? Screw up of the year. Screw up of the year. Fine by me. I like screw up of the year. Um. There's a couple other ones I mentioned too. So I remember the face and heel of the year. Um, turn of the year. Turn of the year. Turn of the year was a good one. Say, face, face or heel. Or heel. Turn. So best turn of the year. All right. Which I think that's going to go along with uh, my 
wrestler of the year. I'm pretty sure. Uh, basically, so when we're saying face or turn, uh, face or heel turn, like Bobby Roode when he went from NXT to SmackDown, made a face turn. You know, he went from a bad guy in SmackDown to a face, a bad guy on NXT to a face on SmackDown, um, on SmackDown Live. You had Braun Strowman go from what was a heel to a face. And that was yeah. organic. Yep, super organic. To, uh, another super, I, which I don't know if I'm going to. I was like, Enzo had a good heel turn. Enzo went from face to heel. Yeah, 100%. Um, you all right over there? Yeah, smell. Not me. I don't even smell anything. I claim mine if so, I do it. Yeah, something like that. Um, Cody Rose had a good heel turn when he joined the Bullet Club this year. Man, it's, it's oh yeah, faction. Thank you for mentioning the Bullet Club. Best factions like Bullet Club, New Day, The Shield, so whoever has um, the best faction. So that is. Swerve. Can we kind of create lists off the air of these? Yeah, we're yeah. going to go and over then, things, okay. and and then we're going to put up four for each category, and then we're going to have all of the audience vote on them. Okay. And so it's audience participation included in our conversations about this. So um, I figure – I think Swerve of the Year would be a good one too. I, swerve of the Year? Like unexpected moment in the match or that led to a turn. Like what I mentioned earlier was like Ziggler actually winning the U.S. title on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I think that was a swerve when nobody kind of saw coming. That was a hundred percent a swerve. They've done that before, and uh, so yeah, we'll go with those are eleven. We'll stick with that. Best wrestler of the year, best women's wrestler of the year, best tag team of the year, match of the year, most inappropriate podcast moment of the year for us. Uh, best heel turn, best face turn. No, be- best heel, best face. Uh, biggest screw up. Uh, best turn, face or heel, best faction, and the best swerve of the year. That's 11 of 11. So we're going to get like four for each one of those. We're going to put them out. If you guys aren't a part of the Breaking Down the Ring group, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash BDRcast. You can join the group right from there because it's a link group for it. Or get active, bitches. Yeah, if you're on Facebook, uh, just look up the Breaking Down the Ring group. It's a closed group. It's not a private group. So you guys can see it. Ask to join. We will approve you. We approve all of the people that listen and even those who don't. If you're just a wrestling fan, you can go into that group. Also, follow us up on our Twitter, uh, BDRCast. We will eventually get – we'll also post photos to our Instagram and we'll get comments off of that as well. You know, So whoever's starting to get uh, the big the biggest pops will – two weeks from today. So and when I say two weeks, I mean literally two weeks. So we do our show every Wednesday. Today is December 20th, which means January 3rd when we go – our, sh- our January 3rd show is when we will announce the winners for this. So if you guys have two weeks to vote, whether we have a show next week or not on the 27th, you have two weeks to vote. You're definitely having a show on the 3rd, and we will announce all of our winners uh, for, again, Best Wrestler of the Year, Best Women's Wrestler of the Year, Best Tag Team, Best Match, Most Inappropriate Podcast Moment, Heel, Face, Screw Up, Turn, Faction, and Swerve of the Year. All of that stuff will be talked about. Um, let's move forward now on to continuing kind of class champions up into the, the week in wrestling thing. Uh, the next biggest story I want to say is Dolph Ziggler. Like we were just kind of mentioning. Yeah, uh, that's just ironic because I just happened to open uh, Instagram mm-hmm. and what WWE posted just makes me really wonder. What? So they posted a picture of Dolph holding the belt. 
and commented, uh, it says, Heel Ziggler walked in with his U.S. title and walked out empty-handed, dot, 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 hashtag SD Live. So, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Uh, they posted the same thing on Twitter. So, yeah, as we were saying, there was a triple threat match. Uh, Bobby Roode, Baron Corbin, and Dolph Ziggler for the United States Championship. And uh, what that what happened with that was something that definitely none of us ever picked up. Uh, Dolph Ziggler went over. We all picked Ziggler to take the fall. And Ziggler went over uh, with the pinfall on Baron Corbin on the champion. So it's not... You know, oh, I Baron got screwed. Yeah. yeah, you know, even though that obviously he said that right after, but because Ziggler should have been in a match. Yeah, but again, he pinned the champ. So because he pinned the champ, you know, Ziggler won. He is going to have a celebration on SmackDown. He comes out, he does the music thing where it just you know the record scratches and he just walks out to nothing, and then he talks about how the fans don't deserve him. Uh, nothing anyone appreciates. You know, they don't appreciate him. He showed every, his wins, his two United States championship wins. He showed his uh, five intercontinental championship wins and including the world championship win where the heel Dolph Ziggler got a road warrior pop over the face Alberto Del Rio, which is basically unheard of. It's not like he was the baby face waiting to cash. No, he was heel as fuck. Yep, and he was he was uh, had big he had big ears his muscle and that AJ Lee as his girlfriend uh-huh. at the time. Yep. So he said, "You guys aren't deserving him." And he goes, "And that's how I feel about it." Threw the title down, set the title down in the middle of the ring, dropped the mic, and walked off. I think. Do you care, Smitty? Not really. I think it's a work, and that was Ziggler's attempt to do a pipe bomb, and it just didn't go over the way. I don't think it went over the way they thought it was until the whole put the title down walk off. But I still think it's a work. That crowd didn't give a fuck about Dolph Ziggler. No. WWE has ran this Dolph Ziggler leaving thing into the ground for two years now. Your best conversation about it was Miz versus Ziggler. If Ziggler loses. He leaves. If he doesn't win the Intercontinental Championship, he's done. And at that time, everyone was like, man, we know his contract's up. And you knew he resigned after he won. (laughs) Yeah. And therefore, work. You know, it's not even that it's work. This is, uh, it's too much, man. I'm kind of over being told Dolph Ziggler's going to leave. Oh, he gets a title. I mean, look, great. And I saying, just go. I mean, yeah, because even like uh, the Vegas odds had him at like a plus ten eighty or something. Like, if you like bet a hundred bucks, you win a thousand dollars for that. Like, God, whoever bet against, like Vegas wasn't even thinking. Smart money was not Ziggler's gonna win. None of us picked him. Corbin and Rude, obviously, all the choices here. But everyone picked Ziggler to get pinned. Every one of us. I did. All of us picked Ziggler to take a pin. You may not have. You may be the only one. No, yeah, even you. Yep. You picked Rude to win. Callie picked Ziggler. Ziggler. Oh, that's right. Because I was like, oh, they're not going to pin Z picked Ziggler. I know. I picked Ziggler taking a pin. Joe picked Ziggler. (laughs) Smitty picked Ziggler. Orlando picked Ziggler. And I picked Ziggler. That was the most unanimous one (laughs) of all of it. Outside of Mojo winning. I think everyone picked Mojo to win over Ryder as well. But again. The of the extras, none of us have ha- all not all of us have ever picked the exact same extra. I don't think. 
outside of maybe a pin, <laughs> right? Like so, uh, oh, someone to take a fall. None of us have all picked the same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, none of us have picked the same person to take a... A, to make the fall or take a fall. Someone's always been a little bit different. Everyone on this show was unanimous. Ziggler was going to lose, and he won. And then he said, "Oh my, fuck this! I'm leaving again." And I don't. And I, like, go, bitch. I, Just do it now. Kind of. Are you intrigued at all by this, Kelly? A little bit, just because I'm kind of wondering if this is him kind of like this is him actually going. You know what? Fuck you guys, because he's you know in his I, I'm thinking he's like I deserve this. Like I've you know I've come this far. I've done all these things. Like I should win this. That you know this is for me. And when I walk out, like. I should get some sort of really big reaction and this is going to be great. And when he walked out and got the reaction that he did, maybe. People did, but he did get a pop when he came out though at first. It wasn't a big pop, but he still got a pop. But for someone just winning something unexpectedly. Really? There are Ziggy fans out there. Yeah. Everyone has fans. Otherwise they just wouldn't be there. I mean, let's be real. There has to be some sort of fan base, but it's not like you got the non Ziggler fans really on board or booing. I mean, there wasn't much of a reaction. <clears throat> yeah. Dolph Ziggler has quiet. the quietest reaction of anyone in the WWE right now. Well, just because it's like, <clears throat> we don't know what the fuck he, what was going on. Well, it's not so much that it's, it's they went to the ground. Already. Yeah. People don't care about him. Yeah. Like the only, he gets a quieter reaction than Bray Wyatt got during the Woken promos when they were going back and forth. People, the first time I'm just talking the first time okay. when they were going back and forth and Matt had got a huge pop. Ah, yes. And then it went to Bray Wyatt and it was, and then back to Matt. Yeah. And then back to Bray. Who? Man, yay, Bray. Like, it just, it was, I was like, my God, there is nothing. Not a boo, not a slide yeah, no quiet. It was like they put, it's like Kevin Dunn hit the mute button on the audience mics. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. Look at say, Bray is another guy that's like Ziggler where they pretty much run this guy to the ground. Yeah, they do some hokey shit. What? They've just done so much hokey shit with Bray. Um, yeah, but again, so Ziggler, but Ziggler, what the fuck? some people, sure, man, they're excited about this. So they they give a fuck. It's like, oh my God, what's going on? I, <laughs> I'll be very honest. You only give a, if you give a fuck about this angle, you only give a fuck because he had the title. Because if he would have walked out there and said, you don't deserve to see me anymore. And then just like, I, I don't know, fucking took off his, uh, a Ziggler jacket and said, or a t-shirt and put it on the ground and then dropped the mic and walked away. Not one person would have been like, Oh man, what's going to happen with Dolph Ziggler? Everyone's more like, Oh my God, Dolph Ziggler's the U S champion. What is he doing? Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I think that's why some people are intrigued. It's like, because Ziggler just won a championship. He's like, yeah, you don't deserve me. Here's your fucking title. Yeah. I'm out. This it's because he won the belt. It's not because you give a shit about the Dolph Ziggler. It's because you finally, for the first time in, a year and a half. Give a shit about a Dolph Ziggler storyline. Well, honestly, and also my real thing is what are they going to do from here? Do you really think as much as I'll teach you about the Baron Corbin, do you think Baron Corbin and Ziggler can carry a program together? No. I think what you're going to have right now is if Ziggler's actually leaving, 
if he has relinquished the title, a tournament. I'm yeah. There's definitely probably going to be a United States Championship tournament, which could lead up to somebody being uh, to the, uh, someone the combination fi- at the Rumble, right? And finally getting a title that has needed it. In all honesty, it's very possible Sami Zayn gets this. You know, I could I could see a Sami Zayn run to fucking uh, WrestleMania. He, I could even see Bobby Roode winning it. And Bobby Roode getting a run even further than WrestleMania. So if I see if Bobby Roode gets it, that means there will be a tournament and it's going to culminate at the Rumble, and that's where you see Bobby Roode. Oh yeah, like yeah. If that's if that's what they're going to do, one hundred percent. In all honesty, it'll be Corbin. And, it'll be Corbin and fucking Roode at the Rumble. They're going to because they're going to make it seem like this is Corbin getting a shot back at the title. No, I mean it doesn't have to. You could throw Rusev in there, man. Get him out of the tag division, even though he's super over with English. If you're going to have a Bludgeon brother, dude, I'm telling you right now, those Bludgeon brothers are either coming for those titles at Mania or Rumble. Yeah. Because if you watch Talking Smack, the Usos are even like, yeah, we can try to avoid them as long as we can. Yeah, 100%. Uh, okay. What about Mojo taking that U.S. title? Heel Mojo dropping that promo that we saw on Twitter as well. So you're just a pretty boy. There's nothing, there's heel nothing else heel to Mojo is good. You know, Heel Mojo is what Mojo Raleigh needed in NXT. Oh my God. Heel Mojo is good. Heel Mojo, you know, I feel the same way about Heel Mojo. That's the way I felt when Enzo first went heel. I felt like it was something that was needed for that character to get to that next level. Because mm-hmm. we all, we all agreed that Enzo was getting stale until. Yeah. His little heel turn. Yep. And then when he, when he went heel, yeah, he was he was bagging on the crowd, and then he elevated himself by doing the whole Zoe Train thing, which he's doing now. Yep. So I'm interested interested in seeing if Mojo could actually do something with this. I would love to see it. I would love to see him all of a sudden have a U.S. title at uh, Royal Rumble. I think that'd be a great thing to do if that's well, actually, the tournament. That, that'd be a good one if the tournament ends up as Mojo versus Ryder for it, even though we know Ryder's probably that's taking a fall. That's done. It's a, it was a pre-show match. It ended it. There's no reason for this to go because even Ryder on social media said, no joke, that was a good punch. I took it. I knocked me out. You know, I I, I don't think you're going to get much more of that. I could see a Mojo versus Bobby Roode thing, like Mojo screws Bobby Roode. Maybe that have, have that as a program. And Possibly even Rude taking the title at Mania, Mania, you know, off of him. Uh, because there's the SmackDown, there's two pay per views. Uh, there's a Fast Lane and Elimination Ro- Chamber, isn't it? I thought it was Roblox or something. It's like that. very popular. Yeah, maybe Roblox. I don't know. Um, coming up in February, because January's the uh, Rumble, and then February's got two pay per views, and then you got Mania. Yeah. So, yeah, man, there's a Raw one, there's a SmackDown one. There's a lot of stuff to set up for the next thing. No, there's um, one of uh, February, one of Marcus. Uh, Manny's in April. Yeah. Well, very possible that too. I mean, they, or there could just be a six week build like there is, you know, for Royal Rumble right now to Mania. So, what? Just trying to stalk Dolph Ziggler on Twitter and Instagram. Creepy. Well, no, because I'm just trying to get a feel for what's going on just before anything official comes out because, you know, speculation. Yeah. Um, Has he said anything? I had a question about that. Day. That tag match was the show. Was the show stealer for me? The for the four way on Clash of Champions? Yeah. Alright. Okay. I, okay. I did like the AJ Mahal match to a certain degree. Mahal's titty kept uh, bothering me. 
His extra tit kept bothering me. Huh? Oh, yeah, his uh, his steroid boobs. Yeah. And it also proves that WWE, if they want something, they will cover up what's obviously there. Okay. Um, it also depends what they're testing. You got to remember, man. Yeah, they wanted something, but they wanted something in Reigns, too, and they had to give him 30 days. You know, like, Mahal could just be, if he's pop. Okay, look. I'm going, and this is a huge if. Like, it's pretty much, yes, he probably is. But if he's on the gas. He is doing it a way that WWE can't track it. Can't, can't, yeah, can't trace whatever they test. He's if he's doing it. If 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 he's doing it, he is definitely doing it in a way that WWE can't trace it. Yeah, they didn't think about me, but like I thought, thought the I thought that uh, tag match was the best match on the card, and it was a really good match, man. And I thought. Like we saw something from Gable that I don't think we, we've been waiting to see for a while too. No, we have for a while. What are you talking about? I one hundred percent. We saw that when Chad Gable was fighting Rusev on SmackDown. Like we those singles matches right there, right after Jason Jordan left. Man, we were all like, "Holy fuck, Chad Gable's so good!" And then he showed it again on a bigger stage on Class of Champions when he did the Rolling Germans and he did it to Rusev and he again and he did he it did with the Big East yeah, straight one hundred percent. Man, he Chad Gable. Needs I, I even wrote, I was like, he needs a fucking singles run. He needs a singles run. And That's then, the guy I would like to see with the U.S. title. Mm, no, not yet. Mark, you still got the taste of American Alpha in your mouth? No, I don't think that they're going to split him and Benjamin up yet for our tournament yet. I don't think they'll just use it, though. They won't split him up until after they get a run with the tag titles? Maybe. Yeah, I could see that first. But, man, again... That tag division is weird because everyone's over. I know, isn't it? That great? is, it's it's a division where it's like, man, holy fuck! Even the Ascension are over because of what their their bits with. Oh, I also hate the fact that Faster Files are now a Facebook Watch thing now. They the, they announced that last week. Definitely now on a Faster Files only going to be a Facebook Watch thing. Oh yeah, it's a shame, but I mean, I that's why I can watch. <laughs> I can watch Faster Files easier then, so. and consistently. Yep. See, it was a, even with the Ascension, they've gotten themselves over doing the fashion files with Brizongo. Yeah, but again, I, what I'm ta- when I say over, I mean like yeah, they get pops and everything, but they're not like showing a bunch of in ring talent, um, mainly because they're not getting matches. But the four man, the four teams in that match were all super over to the point where. When they all showed up on SmackDown, when you know the New Day was in their uh, Christmas getup, and then Rusev showed up as Rusev Claus, and Aiden English was wearing black things on his sh- body, which is everyone kept telling me he was wearing a snowman outfit. I'm like, no, I don't. He see is a it. snowman. That's yeah. that dude super pale. I don't think that's that was supposed to be a snowman. Uh, yeah, I don't here. think I don't think that's a onesie at all. I think he just put three black things on his fucking chest and said, hey, I'm wearing a snowman outfit. You're stupid. So, he's, but again. I am uh, I am of the mindset that those four teams are super over. Rusev needs to stop being told he's a heel because Rusev and Aiden English with Rusev Day are so over. They're about as over as Miz and Miz. Oh, my God. When 
the New Day are fighting you, and then the New Day chants go over to Rusev because it's no longer New Day rocks. It's Rusev Day. Rusev Day. The whole fucking match, dude. Oh, also, I love the fact that the New Day turned out that whole thing into we want some pay, we want some pancakes. Yeah, 100%. Like, they had, to do something, they had to do something different, man. They had to do something different because everyone else was chanting Rusev Day. These dudes got pancakes over. Just to say face. <laughs> they get everything over. They flapjack. They flapjack that, English into a, I think, a flapjack. That line that night. The line by Big E is the greatest line <laughs> oh, in wrestling of 2017. <laughs> Straight up when he just yelled out, you don't flap the, the wrong, wrong jack, jack, sucker. Everyone was like, what? <laughs> oh, oh, I broke out of laughter when I saw it. He was like, everyone did. He just went straight black exploitation on this. It was, he went Booker T. Black exploitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. He, did, he, he, he might as well just say, Hulk, Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. <laughs> whoa, whoa, he, he did not. I said, he might as well. <laughs> but he didn't. But he didn't. And yeah, man, Rusev is. So, so over. It's ridiculous. It is. I love it. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Because I like this side of Rusev. Really do. I am intrigued. I Well, if you follow him on social media, that, that's the kind of side you kind of see with him because I follow Lana and he's on there a lot. So. His own Twitter is pretty awesome and other social media accounts are pretty awesome too. So is Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman is like a guy we like to hang out with outside of WWE. <laughs> really? I don't think I've a. What about his Tinder profile? <laughs> I actually saw that. Have you not seen the pictures for Braun Strowman's Tinder was profile? Adam no. something. Yeah, go look up Braun Strowman's Tinder profile. I don't have Tinder. No, just oh, look. Like, you, can go on, you can Google it. You can oh. Google the picture. And, yeah. It's just him like this. And a fucking, he's like in a pool and shit like that. He's like, ah. Like, he, I think he calls himself Country Strong, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, Country Strong. That's, that's a tattoo he had on his arm, okay, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it's like in the funny. Tennessee. Like, yeah, Tennessee like, Country Strong. Yeah. Uh, Rusev is. You know, it was said on our Twitter as well. It was a, Rusev and Aiden English are Miz and Damian Sandow. 2.0. 100%. They were not supposed to be this popular, and they're exploding in popularity. Uh, the difference is Damian Sandow could leave and be awesome in the WWE. Like, if, if yeah, he, he stayed could've. there, he could have had a good run. Who's Damien? Damien Sandow? Yeah. Who's that? Uh, uh, So Miz. All right. So there's this guy, Damien Sandow, who was floundering for years. uh, Not really floundering. Like he was over, but WWE never really gave him much. So he was kind of like, people were just like, come on, man, give him a fucking shot. Well, then they put him with the Miz. So then he became Damien Mizdow. And he was doing everything the Miz did. Oh, you know, he was running through the whole gimmick thing where he was doubling everybody. Yeah, and then he became Miz's stunt double. And he goes over as the, as the double. And then he got over as Miz's stunt double. Hmm. And then they broke up and they released him. Oh, no, no, because they released him after, right before, because they was doing Axel Mania uh, and Sandow was doing a Macho Man, uh, Macho Miz Dow gimmick right before he left. I feel like I need a Tinder. You feel like you need a Tinder? Yeah. All right. Desperate times go for desperate wow. measures. <laughs> desperate times go for desperate measures, I guess. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Get yourself a tender. We'll advertise it. We'll have it. No, no I right don't, don't care about that we'll, part. We'll, 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 we'll see who I come across. 
She saw Adam's <laughs> picture. <laughs> you, you mean you no, want to see who comes across you? <laughs> hey, yo. Yeah, I'm not worried about that part. <laughs> got that covered. She said, "You got aim for you got aim for the stomach." Hey, well, across it, still across it. No, I just uh, just love to read these interesting Tinder things more often. <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah. So Aiden English, if he separated from Rusev right now, I would not get a good run. W- wouldn't be able to sustain a good run by himself. I don't like Miz. I mean, like Damian Sandow could have if they yeah, didn't they put just, some gas under. Yeah, him. I don't think you could give Aiden English enough gas right now. Not even in a six months time. Sorry, I, I, I think Aiden English. He's one. Of, he's also a really solid amateur competitor. And you saw that on Sunday. I agree too. with that. And you know what? I think he, him and Sami Zayn are like the two people. That are really good mid carders, help put people over, help get people over, maybe give them a title, not too long of a reign, kind of like an intermittent thing. Like, again, when I said Sami Zayn for US title, yeah, 100%, it could work. It could work. But now with Mojo getting the gas that he has, with the heat, uh, that fire and stuff, I can see Mojo taking that title before I see Sami Zayn doing it. And again, that's me being a Sami Zayn fan. I love Sami Zayn. I think Sami Zayn right now is hilarious as a heel. He's super confident. And I, the fact that he's just pretty much a lackey. Right. Yep. Check. Double, Double check. check. Yep. Triple check. I I, th- I think. <laughs> I think Kelly signed up for Tinder. No, I didn't. I just love the internet. Because there's Braun Strowman in a corset. <laughs> well, he was a rosebud when he first started. In WWE. Yeah, but he's in a one. But have you found corset. the Tinder thing that we were talking yeah, about? I did. Okay. Yeah, that's why. Fuck um, you, Ben, for the, when I said the whole Tinder thing. Oh, it's because you found Braun Strowman. It sounded like because you just found random other funny things. It's gotten better. Jesus, he's stalking Braun Strowman on Tinder now. Oh no, I'm not. It was the <laughs> fucking internet. Google's a horrible place. Yeah, so if you don't remember, <laughs> if you remember Braun Strowman when he first started, he was not this monster among men. He was a rosebud. Oh, I know. I, yeah, I remember him being a rosebud in WWE. Doesn't want you to know that, but he was adorable. He was beautiful. Um, another pay-per-view that happened over the weekend uh, on Friday was Ring of Honor's final battle, which is Ring of Honor's basic uh, – it's their WrestleMania. Nope. Final battle is their year-end show. Um, best in the world is at WrestleMania. Really? Because it seems like it's like the end of all of their – Final battle is just their, their uh, year-end pay-per-view. A uh, couple major things happen. One, Dalton Castle is the new Ring of Honor world champion. He went over on Cody Rhodes. And Bully Bubba Ray Dudley had his retirement match against the Briscoes. The uh, partner attacking partner, Tommy Dreamer. And so months ago, Bully took a table shot to the head. And it was like the edge of the table, so it caught him. It wasn't like something he could fully block. And it gave him a concussion, a concussion that took him out of the ring for a little bit. And then he even announced his retirement. Then, obviously, Briscoes did other things like going to House of Hardcore, beating up Tommy Dreamer, going to the Team 3D Training Academy, beating up some of the you know Team 3D students, which is the academy that Bully runs with Devon. Devon. And so Bully – Oh, that was Kyle Hubs run too. Yeah. Hubs run that too. Um, Bully went in to get revenge finally, and he said it. It was going to be a fight. And if you ever listen to Busted Open Radio, there were times uh, Bully said, look – this is going to be a fight. It's not going to be a wrestling match. I'm going to beat the shit out of the Briscoes. 
I'm going to make them pay for everything that they've done. They've put their hands on my girlfriend. They put their hands on me. They put their hands on my best friend. The only reason Devon is hot. The only reason Devon's not here is because he is with WWE. So if I can't have Devon in what I feel is my final match, I will. I want my best friend there, and he did. So and the Briscoes went over. Obviously, because as any great performer does, they go out on their back. It's wrestling etiquette, which we have talked about here. And uh, it was, uh, I think, a pretty good culmination for a career, man. Yeah, but the dude's been in the industry for what? For 20-something years? Over 20 years? Over 20 years. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Because I remember stuttering Bubba. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Welcome to... I've actually seen... Dudleyville. Mm-hmm. Him and sign guy Dudley? Yeah. Big Dick Dudley. <laughs> Big Dick Dudley. Man, I love what? the Dudley gimmicks. Yeah. Listen, I think they really got the biggest edge they got was when they first got, like, they were always, like, these extreme great wrestlers. But then they got, like, a polished-off edge when they finally got to WWE. 26 years he's been in the business. He debuted in 1991. Uh, he, he trained under Sonny Blaze and Johnny Rods. Uh, he debuted in 91 under the ring name Mongo Vile. Uh, a biker build from Hell's Kitchen, Manhattan, New York, whose gimmick was inspired by the Nasty Boys, the Road Warriors, and Max Payne. Uh, the name Mongo was first used as his fraternity pledge name at St. John's University of Jamaica, Queens, New York. So, yeah, man. a frat boy. <laughs> yep. Uh, that was, you know, what he ran for. And then 1995, uh, he got a tryout from ECW, September 1995, and he appeared as Mongo, uh, the bodyguard of Bill Alfonso. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. Uh, and, uh, uh he apparently impressed Paul Heyman by taking a choke slam from 911. And, uh, he was hired. Uh, recast as Bubba Ray Dudley. And by Bubba, it's, uh, B U H B U H, not B U B B A. So it was the yeah, stuttering game, but bu- bu- Ray Dudley. So, nice. and it went, man, and the Dudleys, and it was awesome. It was like you know, the original Dudley Boys. It was like five or six of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it broke down to three. Which it was there was two main ones, and you had Runt Dudley, aka Spike, mm-hmm. who had a pretty good run his throughout his career. Yep, they were um it was Bubba, it was Spike Dudley, Sign Guy Dudley, Devon Dudley. Uh they were the main four members of the the Dudley family. Then you're right, Big Dick Dudley yeah. came out. Uh a lot of other people. So it's like the Dudley family fully is Big Dick Dudley, Bubba Ray Dudley, Chubby Dudley, Dances with Dudley, Dudley Dudley, Devon Dudley, Sign Guy Dudley, Spike Dudley, Dudley, and Snot Dudley. Damn. Yep. Say that five times fast. No. I would My favorite one is Spike Dudley. And here's why. Okay, of the family. He was Giant Killer. That was what he was called Giant Killer No, Spike it's because what ECW. they called him was in ECW, they called him Little Spike Dudley. They called him Runt Dudley first. Called him Little Spike Dudley because when he was born, his parents were on LSD. So LSD Little Spike Dudley. And it was a drug gimmick that got over big to the wow. point where they brought Spike into WWE and just took off the little. 
Mm-hmm. You know, um, there was also he was called. I know before he became it was it, before the whole little spike. They called him Runt. Yeah, he was the run of the family. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I love the fact that he beat all the big guys, but never could be anybody else smaller. That was another thing, little thing they did with uh, Spike nice. and ECW. I Bubba is bully had a lot of accolades to his career, including um, Dayton Velvet Sky. Yeah, that's not an accolade to his career. That's his life. Good job on your life, Bubba Ray Dudley. So. Because I've been fucking up again. Yeah, you're wrong. (laughs) He's a part of the. (laughs) (laughs) Suffering. The Dudley boys are the most decorated champions in tag team history. Yeah. More decorated than a row of warriors, and that was when I found I found that out because they've actually won the NWA Tag Championships. Yeah, right. Yep. Bubba himself has had thirty four championships on him since for WWE, TNA, ECW, ROH, and New Japan. Um, world heavyweight for TNA. I know. Was it two time uh, TNA world heavyweight champion? Uh, yeah. He did that where he he became the uh, ace and ace, ace and ace, which is the hugest one of the hugest stories ever. Then they turned. Like, you know what killed that whole that whole bit is when they when Bischoff Vince Russo and Bischoff started making it like the NWO were. They didn't make it like the NWO. Bischoff left. Russo took it over. That's what killed it. It one hundred. It, it was Bischoff and and Bully Ray's baby. And then when they brought in Russo backstage, Russo was destroying everything that. The that Bischoff had his hands on, kind. Never mind. Not gonna go there. <laughs> well, you have my interest. Nope, nope. We're not doing that at all on this show. Uh, so in all Japan pro wrestling, uh, he was part of. He won the uh, world's strongest tag team domination league. Um, he was in ECW. He was an eight time ECW world tag team champion. New Japan Pro Wrestling, they were two him and Devon were two time IWGP tag team champions. Um Ring of Honor, he was a Ring of Honor six man tag the team inaugural. champion. Uh with Jay Briscoe and Mark Briscoe, which is really because they started that and then no, but that's, uh, that's what I was kind of build up to this. Yeah, match. and again, it's great. Uh in TNA, he was the NWA World Ta- Tag Team Championship with Devon one time. The TNA World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions two times. The TNA World Tag Team Champions two times with Devon. Uh, he was the TNA World Cup, won a TNA World Cup of Wrestling with Eric Young, Gunner, Eddie Edwards, and ODB. Uh, and he was also in, uh, the TNA Hall of Fame. Why don't they have his, um, WWE? Two-time uh, TNA World Heavyweight Champion. Yep, sorry. Uh, and w- WWE, he was a WCW Tag Team Championship with Devon one time. WWE Tag Team Champion one time with Devon. WWF World Tag Team Championship with Devon eight times. And the w- he became the WWF WWE Hardcore Champion ten times. Yeah, because the 24-hour rule was, uh, was still in effect. Yep, and in the Raw 10-year uh, anniversary, uh, he was given the Greatest Matches Award. For the TLC match they had uh, in 2002. Which was TLC 2 or 3? 
I don't know. No, t- no, TLC four. Four. Wow. Yeah. Um, look, man. Bubba Bully is somebody that if you watch the Attitude Area era, if you watch that build, if you pay he was part of the most important stuff to watch with TNA when TNA could have rivaled WWE. Um the dude is just a gift to the industry. To the industry. I Everything that he has done, he, I mean, it's just, you watched. Yeah. You know, if you were a part of the Attitude Era, if you grew up watching the Attitude Era, it was like, or even ECW. Fuck yeah, the Dudleys. If you watch ECW, fuck yeah, the Dudleys. When they went to TNA, again, it was the Dudleys are in TNA. We got to watch some TNA. And, you know, there were, it was funny. They said, uh, the biggest crowd that TNA, I'm sorry, that anybody, has had outside of WWE is a TNA pay-per-view where I want to say it was Jeff Hardy going up against Bubba Ray Dudley for the t- the World Heavyweight title. Maybe a final, re- uh, final resolution or something like that. Something, but... It had to be like 2011. Bubba maybe. said that it was uh, the biggest crowd when they put seven to 8,000 people in an arena. WWE on a weekly basis does this. That's how how big they are, how much their advertising is, so on and so forth. For Bubba Bully to be a part of large, huge, impactful things away from it is a testament to his career. Similar to it's a testament to fucking Cody's career when he left and stuff. But because ROH like, we get some of the biggest numbers. Twenty six years. In the business. And you know, you know what the funny thing is? Nobody has bad stories to tell about Bubba from what I understand. Yeah. That's the same thing I've heard. And he is he is a gem of a human to people outside of wrestling. And, you know, I, I remember when it was fir- he was first announcing his retirement and it was an ROH show. He was like, he was going to be there. It was one of the ones right after. And he goes, he wants to greet everyone at the door. And talk to them and and shake their hand and thank them for being there, you know, because there are people that just gave him his career, dude. And and you know what? From BD, from BDR cast, we say thank you, Bubba Ray, Bully Ray, whatever you want to be called at this point. He's going by Bulla. 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 It's a mixture. It's Bulla Ray Dudley. Yeah, Bulla Ray Dudley. <laughs> it's Bulla Ray Dudley. All right. I'm a drunk JR. No. Um. Also a final battle, and Smitty, I really want you to talk about this. Dalton Castle took the ROH uh, World Championship off of the one and only Cody. Don't call him Rhodes. Yeah, because because WWE owns his last name. <laughs> <laughs> talk about that match a little bit. Okay, so this is the one match I actually did get to sit down and watch because I watched before I went to work. Um. So Dalton Castle, it, it's about like he's been in a, in Ring of Honor for about six years now, and he never won a big one. I think this is actually his first, no, second title. His first title was uh, he, him and Dalton Castle and the boys initially were the second six man tag champions because uh, Dalton Castle and the boys beat the Briscoes and Bully Ray. Um, 
this Dalton Castle does he's has a great body of work. He's a great character. Um his promo he has good decent good promo skills. It was just time. It was about it was just about time for him to actually have that moment and go on take out the hottest heel inside on pretty much almost probably one of he's one of the hottest heels in, in uh, Ring Honor right now. Mm-hmm. So he took out he took him out, the boys actually held the bullet club at bay. It was it and the match was actually really good. Say so if I had to rank that match, I'd give it about uh, on a scale of one to ten. I give it like a four six, maybe a five. Uh, it wasn't good. Uh, oh, five or six. I meant to say. Wait, hold on. I, I just compared to all of Castle's matches I've seen before. I enjoyed it, and I think it's more so because I was looking forward to seeing Dalton seeing Dalton Castle get the win. And I'm also a Cody fan. Wow. It was just those two. The only thing I, the only problem I had, it seemed like their chemistry was off. Like they need something. Wait, okay, something. hold on. You said out of 10, you would give it a five, maybe a six. And then you're saying the only thing you had wrong with it was the, do you mean like you meant to give it like an eight or a nine and you accidentally said five or six or it was a very mediocre everything and it was meh? Oh, it was good. This was like, it was good. So it's rated a seven. No, no, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm, it's okay, something was off about it while, while I was watching it. I, I'm really confused why you only gave it a five or a six. Like it's like if you liked it, except for what something was off. Like if it was a good match, but the chemistry seemed weird. And made and made him just underplaying what I thought of it. I guess I'm just confused because originally I thought you were saying like out of 10 and then you gave it like a rating if you were saying out of 5. Yeah. It's, it's hard. I don't know. It's hard to explain. I, I, I was emotionally invested in the match. Just wa- I was watching it and just like it's kind of how I felt when I saw Cody first take the title. Weird. Hmm. So would you suggest people go watch it? Yeah, I would suggest people go watch it and don't take my kind of jumbled review here. <laughs> okay, good shit. I mean, huh? No shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a good match. It is a good match, and I would say go watch Final Battle. Another clip I saw, a couple clips, Jay Lethal and Marty Skrull had a, looked like they had a nice little barn burner. Right. Yeah. I watched, the, I actually went and watched the video package for the build up to that. It's more Marty Skrull being his old villain character. Talking about how Jay Lethal's gone stale, Jay Lethal's gone soft. Remember when he became the longest running Ring of Honor champion because he was doing dirty villainous tactics. So I went back and watched the clips from that match, and yeah, <laughs> it, it, that was probably one match I want to see. I think it would, probably was the best, probably may have been the best match on the card. Mm-hmm. Nice man. Anything I, I else stick, stand out to you for it? Because I know, I know always the motorcycle machine guns. Because whenever they are in action, and they are the current Ring of Honor tag team champions, yep, they retain their titles. So you see, seeing them, uh, I, for some reason, I'm just over when. Okay, I'm, I'm a fan of the Bucks, but I'm kind of over them just overusing the whole how they're flippy gimmicky thing. They're over. They're starting to overuse it in the ring. It, it's funny. Um, they actually started something big on social media on Twitter. Uh, there is a, a MMA guy. I'm going to look this up because I wasn't even planning to go here. 
um, an MMA guy that tweeted out something that Cody ended up responding to saying uh, there was a lot of people involved in making something great. So give me two seconds while I look for this. Uh, while I'm looking for this, uh, let's talk. In, uh, Callie found a rumor that she wants to go over real quick. So uh, there was one more lamp. There was one more. Uh, well, one marker real quick. I'm going to find a battle card. But go ahead. No, go ahead because it's not final uh, related. The uh, television championship changed hands. Uh, Silas Young. Yeah. Yeah, and that four way. Yeah. Elimination match. Yeah. Okay, that's it. I didn't get to watch it. I just watched. The I didn't result. realize Cheeseburger was part of ROH. <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that. I just saw him on a uh, uh, New Japan, and that's all I've seen him on. I love his stupid little gimmicks. So. <laughs> Dude, pleasantly his surprised. His finishing move was he slaps you so hard across the chest, you just hit the. It is literally a slap to the chest. I will. It, if I became a wrestler, I would love my move, my finisher to be a bitch just slap. Just goofy. No. It is literally, he, he'll throw you to the corner and just boom, and you just hit the ground. That's a bitch slap. And that's it. No, not across the face. And like open palm into the oh, chest. Oh, just smack just into the chest. Yeah. Oh, that's stupid. I think a bitch slap would be better. I really wish it was. <laughs> Because of how skinny that dude is. He's probably getting all bone from his finger when he bitch slaps you. Right. You want to be pleasant. Um, so according to PW Insider, uh, it was noted that Rockstar Spud uh, was backstage on both Raw and SmackDown this week. Oh, God. Why, oh, God? I'm not, I've never been a Rockstar Spud fan. I'm, I don't know if it was his gimmick in TNA that turned me off of him or... Just he his short center earning honor. I just wasn't yeah. impressed. Well, let me ask you this: um, seeing as he's eventually probably going to be making a debut into WWE, Two, with, the more likely two hundred five. You yeah, think two hundred five? Well, yeah, he's one hundred and eighty pounds. Oh, is he? Yeah, okay, he's a little dude. That's why Spud makes sense. And oh, go way, ahead, finish your question. No, that doesn't matter now. Uh, yeah, the way, they, the way, they, and also the way they introduced him in Ring of Honor because I was never. a a Robbie E fan because Rockstar Spud came in as kind of like this little weaselly assistant for Robbie E who at the time had a championship on his on him at the time Cause, and I hate Robbie E because I hate the Jersey Shore so and that was his whole gimmick interesting there is still no plan to move Finn Balor to the cruiserweight division yeah Actually, he actually could go. Yeah, he could, but I think that they're right now. That's not. They got to focus on Hideo. Yeah, right now, um, their thing is that. Well, I they would use Hideo Tommy if they wanted to bring him over. Um, no, no, but two of us going to focus on Hideo, right? I think as uh, as much as I love watching Cedric Alexander play in the ring, they're not putting that title on him right now. Even though I think it's time. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Oh, we're gonna see some cruiserweights in the uh, in in the uh, Royal Rumble. Rumble, aren't we? Probably, and they're probably oh, gonna okay. take Kofi's gimmick. Interesting. Of the craziest spots, does not get kicked out of. Um. So okay. Cormier, Daniel Cormier. Is the person who tweeted this? Uh, said 
it was a super flippy drop kicky sequence uh, in that match. Um, Daniel Cormier goes, this is actually pathetic. This is what people want to see. Go to a good dang gymnastics competition. Suplex, body slam, pile driver. Do some old school wrestling, man. DDT. I remember when the Frankensteiner was the most you'd ever see someone flip. I say boo to this BS. He got a reply from Dave Meltzer. Watch the match in its entirety and in its context and the crowd reactions to it as a whole. The key being the latter point. Judging wrestling from 25 seconds is like judging anything with no context. So that's what Daniel Cormier put up. And Cody quoted it and wrote, it's not pathetic. The paying audience enjoyed it. UFC is thriving and pro wrestling has been going strong since 1920. Besides, most of y'all ask Hunter for a job when the wheels fall off anyway, and most are on the complice at Staples, so lay the fuck off. Damn! Cody with the burn! Uh, I, I'm looking for, you know what, I'll just, probably, I'll just go to his fucking, because Cormier responded to that, that was brutal. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's good. It's Thanks. good. <laughs> Is it? No. Yeah, half you assholes, what, you can't go anymore? You go run the WWE. Right. Yeah. He's straight, <laughs> he straight up said that without saying it directly. I mean, but like, good point. It's a really good point. And at the same time, he probably said he just took a shot at Brock Lesnar, well, too. I, but here's the thing. WWE goes to them and asks... I think it's both ways. Yeah, but then I I know someone who's done uh, the MMA side and has been asked to come into WWE. Uh, I don't matter to me. That was just... If you look at the WWE, lots of the guys there are either failed bodybuilder or failed, uh, failed football or boxers or some type of... Lots of guys there have failed at something else and didn't land it in the wrestling. Right. I mean, yeah, 100%. But at the same time, that's if they found another thing for their career, cool. You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I'm not knocking it. I'm like, I mean, yeah. It's you fell cool into you you something that you became successful in. Right. Like, to be able to still be athletic and still be famous doing it, I mean, that's... Like, a nice opportunity. Dwayne Johnson, if you read any of his, if you read about him, he's like, he wanted to play professional football. They said he couldn't cut in when he tried out and fell into wrestling in the rest of history. Yeah. Cormier said in response to that, I do ask for comps. I am a fan. I didn't say anything about anything but that sequence of the match. Just be very careful, bud. I've been a fan of yours too, but be very careful. Lay off the cuss words. It's not that serious and I won't need it. And I won't need a job. I'll be good. <laughs> I laugh when he fails. <laughs> so, a lot of people still go at him. Well, of course they do. Uh, Anyone of note? Um, let's see. Yeah. Uh, Dash Wilder. Oh, Jesus. Hey, uh, Daniel Cormay, let me know where to send you the revival shirt. <laughs> no flips, just fits. Right. Uh, Did they make the return last on Monday or something like that? The revival? No. Yeah. Because they've been on social media about talking about their return. Oh, yeah. They show back up on this Monday's Raw. Yeah. Uh, it's cut from the Hulu version. Dash said, oh, for sure. Kenai Cormier, let us know the next time you need comp tickets. He goes, you guys are awesome, but I'm damn near 40 years old. Couldn't wrestle if I wanted to, but we'll definitely be in an arena supporting the revival next time y'all in California. 
And someone else is like, uh, Flip Gordon goes, thanks for the free publicity. Would get you ticks to the next show, but it's already sold out. He goes, Cormier goes, you, re- you guys really like sensitive little kids, huh? So everyone is supposed to like everything you do. Your show is sold out. Good. Mine is too. Why? Who do you think you're, t- you're talking to? No amount of your whining is going to make me like that BS y'all did on that night. Well, it, it, I will admit, I agree that it was, to a certain degree, it got excessive, but I still enjoy, like, the athleticism you still watch enjoy him. Dude, I, I am 100% in the, in the market of the Young Bucks are not a good tag team. Spot monkeys. I think they are 100% the best marketing thing in wrestling. And I said that multiple, multiple times. Um, moving on from that, one last thing that we're going to discuss, uh, we kind of made mention of it, uh, on Raw. Dean Ambrose had the arm injury, the elbow injury that happened over the weekend before Raw. So they rewrote all of Raw uh, for this and to send him out. Which, again, like we said, it, the in, Shield has just been plagued with injuries ever since this <laughs> return. Like, yeah, so it it's should like, be a sign that, you that know. That shouldn't have happened. But it was, it was, no, it totally should have. Totally did exactly what it's supposed to. How many more people are cheering for Roman Reigns than aren't? Even you're cheering for Roman Reigns. I'm not cheering for Roman Reigns. You're totally cheering for Roman Reigns. for the Shield, not Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is in the Shield. Therefore, you're, you're cheering for Roman Reigns by proxy. You're, you're cheering. You're cheering for Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns. Just say yes, and I'm not going to say anything. Neither will Mikey. Oh yeah, well, shut the fuck up, Mikey. And you're lying, so suck my dick. <laughs> you had to go and ruin that shit. I don't lie. <laughs> uh, so Dean Ambrose had, uh, as of today. Uh, this was put out on WWE.com as of today. Dean ha- uh, underwent successful surgery. I'm reading this straight off of WWE.com. Underwent successful surgery Tuesday night to repair a high-grade tricep tendon injury. The procedure was performed by Dr. Jeffrey Dugas in Birmingham, Alabama, and took 40 minutes. Uh, he tore some of the, the distal triceps tendon where it attaches to the forearm bone called the oh, – yeah – Okay. Dr. Dugas told WWE.com. He basically tore about 50% of the tricep tendon away from the bone. So yesterday we repaired that back down to the bone where it tore off. The surgery was very straightforward. We removed all of the extra bursal tissue, all of that extra swollen stuff around his elbow. Dugas added that Ambrose has begun physical therapy starting with light range of motion exercises and is expecting to leave Birmingham later today. It is unknown at this time how long Ambrose will be out of action for. And the WWE will offer you more details as they become available. So Ambrose is probably out of the rumble. 100%. So if I'm going to tell you this right now, the, I I think the shield was supposed to all have titles. Even if it was Roman as the main champ at mania and Ambrose and Rollins as the tag champs or something like that. I think that they have to go a whole new way now. So my next question is, what way is the tag division on Raw going to go, man? Who? I, okay, look, what, Revival no, just thinking. showed back up. Yeah, you, you, and now you got time. You gonna have to build them with this time now. But we have no four more face tag teams on Raw, really. Um, so who are tag teams right now? S- Look at it. So we think you think the bar, you think the the shield, and outside of that, what other tag team do you really yeah, have on Raw? Shield are gone. Um, the question I asked. So tell me the you tag got, teams. Do you have uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson? Heel. Okay. Yeah. You know, okay. Ken go face. 
Um, so King Goldface. Oh, Rhino, yeah. honestly, Rhino, Rhino and, and, Slater. Uh, and Slater, the way they had a conversation with them, you know, by having to be tougher. That's about it, man. You got the revival. You got Rhino and Slater. You got Gals and Anderson. Well, this is also a testament to how great SmackDown's tag division is. You actually care about the teams huh. in that division. Oh, yeah. We've always consistently they, said that. They laser pointed to, what, two or three team, two teams on Raw? I mean, when is Jeff Hardy scheduled to return? Please let him return his brother Nero. Are we gonna, are we gonna put the Woken universe into play? We can't have Revy and King Maxil or Vanguard One or Senior Benjamin. Let us at least get Brother Nero. I don't think that'll happen. Uh so apparently Hardy's hoping to return to WWE by April twenty eighteen. So maybe by Mania. Maybe. So that's Matt running it. Uh Sorry. You have two tag teams, man. You literally have two tag teams. Three tag teams. Three, yeah. Three tag Four total with the bar. Yeah. And Sheamus is injured. <laughs> he's wrestling injured with his neck. And he's not talking about he may, uh, he's possibly thinking about retirement because he had the same injury that uh, kind of ended Edge's career. Yeah. Oh, shit. So. So, yeah. SmackDown, I mean, Raw needs to do something about that tag division. See, the way the Raw has built the women's division, they faltered on the tag division. It's the exact opposite in SmackDown because the SmackDown women's division is stupid, but the SmackDown tag division is phenomenal. (sighs) Yeah. 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 They kind of laser pointed towards Charlotte as soon as she got over there. Dude, I mean, okay. So SmackDown had Benjamin and Gable defeat the Usos, right? They had New Day... And defeat Rusev in English, and then it was a six man. It was a six man tag match on the main event. Is Teddy is Teddy Long running SmackDown again? But that's the thing, though, man. It's like the the first two of those matches. I, I'm sorry, and then it was Charlotte Flair and Naomi versus Ruby Wright and Sarah Logan. Literally every fucking match was a tag match on SmackDown. Say, is, was Teddy Long running a show this week? No, because it wasn't like it wasn't on the fly when he was like, "Hold on, player, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, holla, 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 holla." I see three of you in the ring and three of you over here on the stage. Six-man tag match, player. <laughs> holla, holla, holla. And, yeah. One yeah of them, that's, a little bounce. That's what he does. Teddy <laughs> Long's music. The Teddy bounce. Um, oh, she didn't watch during the Teddy Long years. Yeah, so let's book. Let's do a quick fantasy stuck. booking. Okay. All right. Who takes build me to mania, Smitty? I bar and your tag teams, or let's just you know what build the tag teams to mania, Smitty, because I want to hear yours and then I'm going to tell you mine because I think mine's going to be completely different to yours. And you can go any way you want. Uh, If you're going to build a tag team, like say we know most of your relevant tag teams on Raw are out, so we have the bar holds to mania. You have to have to build somebody like probably build Rhino and Slater because that's pretty much the only viable team out there right now. No, unless you turn up the club face. No, you know what's gonna happen? Let me tell you what's gonna happen, Smitty. At WrestleMania, if the Bar is still holding the titles, the team that's gonna take it off of them, Authors of Pain. Bring AOP up for Mania. AOP is coming up after Rumble. They are going because tonight on NXT, Bobby. I need to watch it. Doesn't matter. Fuck you. It's over. Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly are your new NXT tag team champions. Then, then Sammy may come up there. Then 
A- Very possible too. AOP attack them. So if Sanity doesn't come up, right? Is Sanity AOP coming up? At which the if Sanity comes up, that brings Nikki Cross up too. So I don't think Nikki Cross is coming up just yet. But that means AOP is going to fight for the tag titles. They're going to lose by outside interference or something. And then they're going to come up after after Rumble. And they're going to go to Raw. And they're going to just run through people. And they're going to be the bar. Or a face team. Is it, I can even say that the Cesaro, you don't see Cesaro and Sheamus champions by, by uh, Mania. They could, yeah, that, that la- they could lose them right in that last that last pay-per-view before Mania. Mm-hmm. Because technically SmackDown had the last pay-per-view before Mania. You could see fucking Sanity show up next Monday. Not Maybe not on Christmas. Maybe. It'd be a Christmas treat. It's possible. Um, What do you think, Callie? I'm going to go off of whether they're going to take the belts off Sheamus and Cesaro right now. That's the debate. Oh, I'm they're going to do it after Rumble if they're going to do it. Well, hold on. Hear me out. Sheamus is injured. Yeah. Uh-huh. So either these next couple weeks, they have tag team feuds like crazy. Call of Teddy. Who, Continue. Of who's going to take on the bar. Okay. Then I would imagine by then you would have to have a match at Royal Rumble for that and I don't see something because I think you if they're going to take this out they're going to take the route of letting Sheamus not wrestle for as long as possible Mm -hmm. so that there doesn't cause like a huge a a huge issue um, to where he just can't wrestle at all Mm -hmm. Um, so it's hard to say if they're going to bring in people from NXT bring back the headbangers (laughs) or that was a joke I mean, if I wish they would give the Good Brothers their run. Yeah, their last run was shitty. I know. I I mean, I guess if this they is they're a victim of circumstance too, man. Yeah. Look, Hardy's coming back. You you're not going to get a pop. Sorry. But I mean, I think that if they're not going to bring anyone up, that this would be the time to push them, um, and give them that chance to do something. And those are guys you haven't seen on TV in a, in a while, too. Gals and Anderson. Mm-hmm. Other than getting out of the way for Braun Strowman last yeah. week. So. <laughs> or do you think they or, or they could do the same thing they did when Cesaro Simmons first started, just put two guys together? Oh. It's possible. You never know. But, I mean, the, it took a while to get Sheamus and Cesaro into the area. I mean, but it, they also built off of a best-of-seven series that was just – Mind-bogglingly good because we thought we were gonna yeah. get bored with those matches and they just got better and better. <sighs> Man, ridiculous! Uh that's it for us. Can we bring up a couple of small points real quick? Okay. Sorry. It's fine. <laughs> Internet is very interesting. Uh, Jim Ross is officially calling the fourth season of New Japan. The what? Us. Jim Ross calling the fourth season. Oh, the fourth season of New Japan on New Japan um, on AXS on AX. Axis Axis yeah, that thing. Okay, so that's cool. Once again. I wish you'd well, leave the New Japan alone. Who? Oh, Axis. I, I wish Jim Ross would leave New Japan alone. Really? Yeah. Oh. He does He does our English commentary for the big events. I'm all right with Kevin Kelly doing it. Hmm. Kevin Kelly is their voice. Kevin Kelly needs to stay the main voice for them. 
Because you let me guess, does this have to JR, be WWE? JR can do every now and then with WWE, maybe even some other appearances. He doesn't like Golden Boy. I, I, I look. I'm okay. I like Jim Ross. I like JR. I love him. I think if you had to pick the best commentator of all time in wrestling, I really think it's JR. I don't think anyone else touches him. So he's going to be alongside Josh Burnett. Yeah, his normal partner. Uh, but after his major flubs for uh, the G1 Climax, uh, I think it's it, it's very noticeable. He, he needs it on his product. He doesn't know the New Japan product like he knew WWE. And at the same time, it's he shouldn't be doing any of those live. Granted, I don't think this is live. But oh no, uh, some of active television is already taped, and they just yeah. dub over it. Well, I'll watch it live personally. Um, anything else, Kelly? You know what? I'm gonna leave it to help you check a, a live stream on Instagram. Because if the superstars are gonna be doing live streams for their matches, why not follow the same format? Yeah, bitches. So if you want to hear opinions and talks, you should follow us on Instagram for a live video real quick after the show. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media. That's at BDRCast on the Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Periscope, on all of that stuff. Make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com. You can quickly hurry up. Time is almost of the essence because you want to get the holiday shirt. The ugly Hanukkah The ugly shirt. Christmas shirt. Christmas Hanukkah. Beautiful. Beautiful. ProWrestlingTees.com slash BDRCast. Go ahead. Get there. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Do you know what they sing? And then on top of that, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you listen to us every week pro, uh, on uh, podcastdetroit.com. We are in Studio One, 9.15 p.m. every Wednesday. You can listen to us live. Yes, you can. Or subscribe on iTunes, Google Play Podcast, all yeah. that stuff. You guys can listen to the podcast as soon as they're uploaded. And make sure you're following our YouTube as well. Just search Breaking Down the Ring. Uh, we got 10 subscribers, kids. Yeah, look at digits. us. All right. Uh, we post all of our uh, full shows on there as well, and you will be seeing the punishment videos coming up very soon. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. We are your ring crew. Smitty. Likes little thing. And me, the almighty one, the ring crew champion, Mikey. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you so much for listening, and we are 